It's the Tiltcast, episode 382. Words after words equals sentence. sentence. And this week, guys, we talk Void Bastards, Battletech Urban Warfare update, words. Trover saves the universe, I'm tired. and they are billions, along with E3 news. Ch- chicken cut off. Stay tuned. <laughs> Life is an orgasm. Holy shit, we're back! Oh my god, it's been... It's been... Three weeks. I've been a minute. It's been a minute. And I've been posting things that are pretty old. Yeah, yeah, well, sorry about that. It's okay, we've been gone. Yeah, we've all had some form of uh, change, vacation, things, time, stuff, all of the above. the last episode was recorded the second to last week of May. Today, Jason, what is the date? Today is June 21st, the first day of summer in the Lord, year of our Lord Cthulhu 2019. I subscribe to the Spaghetti Monster. The great Spaghetti Monster of the Sky. I'm a Pastafarian. <laughs> Not really. Not really. And a Pastafarian. <laughs> Not really. But it's cool. Anyway, uh, yeah, it's been a minute. Um, the last one we recorded, uh, Nerds, was uh, the night before I got on a plane. So, yeah, it was. I was on a Thursday. And I. Uh, uh, right before you got on a plane. Uh, yeah, yeah. I didn't get very much sleep that night because I went home, immediately produced the podcast so that I could get, you know, get it out while I was gone. <laughs> so. Uh, it was, uh, it's been fun. Um, I, I spent a, a couple weeks, uh, visiting family. I went, uh, went up north to, uh, Michigan and, um, spent what I thought was going to be two weeks worth of absolute blissful, not working on shit vacation. Was that, we recorded on the 23rd, didn't we? Something like that. Okay. It's the 21st. Yeah, it's been a it's month. It's been a month. Holy shit. Wow. Now you know I really wanted to record tonight. I've been excited for this for weeks. For us, podcasting is a release. It's kind of like our orgasm each week. Our collective orgasm. Something (laughs) like that. Uh, I don't know. It feels weird when you don't do it. That's that's the thing. I can't put life as an orgasm. More like our cosmic dump. Um... (laughs) Actually, like it was a blockage. Actually, it was the thirtieth, sir. Uh, I was, was correct. Collective. Okay, so it was three weeks. Dump. CCD. <laughs> <laughs> Collective cosmic dump. Boom. Sorry, I watched Hit- Hitchhiker's Guide again this week. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's so it's it's been an interesting month. Pretty much. It has. I I mean we'll get we'll get into it right, but I mean. Rusty went up to Michigan. I did some things, and E three happened. Yeah. So be fucking prepared. I think the uh, if you're if you're uninitiated, we are an M rated show. Mm-hmm. I haven't done this in a while, so I had to kind of get my bearings back as to how the direction of the show goes. But just for all involved, right now, you can fuck right off if fuck offends you, and if fuck doesn't offend you, then stay around and have some fun. Uh, we're gonna talk about thirty minutes of bullshit. And then we're going to jump into some games and some news. Mm. So be prepared to hear about what we've been doing for a minute. And then we'll jump into games. So, mm. Rusty, 
Oh, God. Here Ooh. we go. What the fuck you been doing? Dumb jumping right into it. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Like, like I said, I had a vacation. It was supposed to be a mental break, but I just mentally broke. And I... Where'd you uh, go? I went to... Uh, I went right around Traverse City, Michigan. It's my hometown. I stayed with my parents. <laughs> it's kind of weird, but it saves you money. It's not like you have to uh, pay, uh, pay for... Uh, hotel rooms uh, or, you know, uh, B&B or anything like that when you can just stay in the spare room. Um, has its pluses and minuses, of course. Y- you, you are the only reason your parents keep a spare room at all. Um, no, I'm not the only reason, but main reason, yeah. It's, it's, if it wasn't for the fact that you lived so far away, they'd probably give it up. Uh, it's more of a storage room when I'm not using it. So yeah, it's, yeah, I understand. Um, she does quilts and stuff in Mm -hmm. there. So that's a thing. Uh, but yeah, I, uh, I went there to, uh, to relax. The doctor told me I needed to actually take some time off stress or blood pressure or whatever. I, I, uh, it was a bunch of, a lot of things. Um, but parents basically told me. You must now come home. And I said, yes, mom. <laughs> As right. you do, you just say, yes, mom. Yes, dad. Whatever. Um, so I went up there to uh, relax and found that that was impossible. Uh, first of all, I'm a night owl, uh, a vampire. I work nights. And uh, they live on farmer's hours, which was already going to be a problem. Um, right. You know, that was getting off the plane, taking like the shortest of naps and trying to start my day with them and stay awake throughout the time where the blazing ball of hate is in the sky. Um, I found it was very easy to do. It's very hard to go back to nights after doing so. Coming back this week. Sucked balls trying to find any point of the day where I could actually sleep for more than three and a half hours. Right. Approximately. Uh, was Approximately. <laughs> was a little bit difficult. So, yeah, it's, you know, I, I had fun, though. Shit. Um, when I got uh, got there, I already knew flying there. One of the main reasons why I was going there was, A, to kind of get away. And re- relax, reset. I don't normally take vacations, so this is, you know, a once-in-a-year thing. And then I work and sleep, and that's all I do. Uh, do the podcast and play video games because you, know, you have to have some kind of fun, right? Uh, but I went up there knowing that I was going to at least be building her computer. In fact, I would ordered the parts for her computer to arrive there just before I arrived. So I would be building at least one computer. And I built a, f- a fairly decent one. I took the, you know, the plans for the uh, the podcast PC, which isn't like the most powerful PC in the world, but at least it was cheap, right? About 500 bucks is yeah. kind of the, the idea. And I said, you know what, I'm going, that's perfectly fine for what my, my parents would use it for. And I mean, if it's good enough for the podcast, it's got to be good enough to pay bills on, right? Yeah. Uh, and watch some YouTube videos and probably see some porn, which I really don't want to think about because it's my parents. So um, the uh, idea is 
build that computer as quickly as possible so that I could just get it in, get it done, get it out of the way, get everything working properly so that I can enjoy my vacation. Well, that was a that was a good thought until the rest of the family decided that that was exactly what they wanted to do. So my aunt wanted a new computer. Uh, my grandmother wanted a new computer, <laughs> uh, and I had to come up with, you know, plans and order the parts. And I, I think I spent about two grand on Amazon while I was there. I, I mean, I was constantly on fucking Amazon on my phone. Like I was cracking out to my phone, just like ordering shit with people's cards on my phone. Bonus. I've got like four different credit cards on my Amazon account. <laughs> I can just start randomly ordering shit from people's credit cards. Jesus. I'm evil. Um, but yeah, no, I, I spent a lot of my time actually just ordering and building parts for computers and, you know, troubleshooting set. And because I'm the only computer guy, I knew that was going to be kind of the, uh, the, uh, the thing that I was going to have to do while I was up there. It was a good experience. You know, good excuse to actually visit with everybody, though. I got to visit with my aunt and my grandma and stuff like that. So it was it was nice. I mean, right. you know, when I'm working on their computer, they're, like, trying to feed me even though I'm, like, not hungry. <laughs> they're like, do you want coffee? I'm making coffee. You're going to drink some coffee with me. And I'm like, but I already had, like, six cups of coffee. I'm already vibrating. Uh <laughs> So yeah, I uh, uh, I spent a lot of time actually doing that, but I I set aside one weekend where not of a course. goddamn thing was going to happen. We were going camping, and we were not fucking doing anything. Nothing computer related. We were just going to relax. We were going to cook some food. We were going to just sit in, you know on the lake and just kind of soak up some rays. And I got. It doesn't look like it, but I got a sunburn, and then it went away, and now I'm my pasty white self again. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, you know, I, uh, I I really thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, got drunk a few nights. Uh, you know, was, I was catfishing with my, you know, with my brothers. Um, I was, you know, celebrating my aunts and uh, and my grandfather's birthday, because they happened on, like, basically the same day. Right. So, uh, we celebrated that. I made brats. You know, my beer brats. You know, I made, like, fucking 48 brats over the fire. Perfect, by the way. Everybody was like, why are you wasting beer? Because they didn't have Shinerbach down, you know, up there. Up down there, up yeah. there. They don't have Shinerbach up there, so I couldn't. I, I had to find a Amberbach that I could cook with. Found myself some Michelob Amberbach. <laughs> it was like uh, Michelob, Michelob, top shelf Michelob. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you might as well just cook with the peasants of beers. <laughs> it was. It was. Uh, I could see the uh, the horror on uh, all of the alcoholics' faces as I was cracking open four bottles at a time, and I was doing the whole like chef pour with four bottles at once into a big pot. 
uh, and emptied 10 of the 12 bottles in there and drank the last two. Because uh, that's what you do, right? I mean, yeah. it was ass, but whatever. Um, but I, I, I had a lot of, you know, a lot of fun just doing that. Sh- got wasted with my brothers. Holy shit! There was a point where lots of like extra drama that I'm not going to get into happened, you know, at the campsite. But still, was one of the funnest nights I had with my brothers. Because we were out there with four fishing poles, drunk as shit, just casted the freaking poles out, you know, with nothing more than a, a hook and a worm on it, and just sat there in the dark listening for bells um, yeah. that we'd hooked onto the uh, the tips of the fishing poles. I don't fish. So, like, as soon as the bell starts going off, I grab the freaking pole and set the line and start reeling it in. I don't know why it happened. I don't know what's on the other end of the line. I just know that the line is shit. If you pull too hard, it's going to snap and hope that there's a catfish on there. That's not too big. You know, that's, that was me. That was, that was the fun that we were having. And we lost plenty of hooks and, uh, and shit because we were using six pound test line and it was, uh, (laughs) it was really terrible. And you were drunk and we were drunk. Uh, but it's one of those things where you just, I, I look back and that's kind of the memorable stuff, you know, then there was drunken arm wrestling that, I mean, it always evolves, you know, devolves down to drunken arm wrestling, right? Sure. Uh, and then, uh, you know, there was, there was some shouting, uh, and one person said they hated the other and yeah, it, it's just, you know, it, it went. It went great from, it was great, and then it went south from there, just as everybody got stupid drunk, but eh, whatever, it's family. <laughs> that That's what happens when family gets stupid drunk together. Yeah, it's fun, though. I, I had I had a lot of fun, um, you know, just getting away. Uh, I missed a lot of tech news. Like, E3 happened while I was there. Yeah. You know, and it was one of those things where I just... I had my phone on me, but I wasn't tied to a computer because... And I wouldn't have. I mean... Yeah. I'm glad you just trusted me and Jason to watch all the shit. Yeah. I did not get a chance to even watch one presentation, though I do uh, do have uh, news feeds pop up on my phone for E3. Uh, So I got a, a lot of the big announcements, you know, but I missed a lot of the smaller shit. Um, Yeah. I... I'll say this before we start getting heavy into it, since you mentioned a, a little bit. Yeah. I did not watch any of the smaller shows. I just didn't have time. Did Devolver Digital have one? Because I they did. They did. They did. Was it was it over the top like they did last it last was couple different. years? I think last year's was better. Ah, uh, okay. Well, yeah. I mean, still, I still look forward to the Devolver Digital one because it's kind of like a mock E three thing. Normally yeah. it's like a half an hour long or something like that, and where they, mm-hmm. you know, do something over the top, which is fine. It's been great. Uh, I, I heard that this year's big thing was Keanu Reeves for whatever reasons. Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll get later. into that. Yeah, but I mean, outside of that, I ate like fucking a lot of bad shit. Uh, I didn't. I wasn't. I'm still not on my diet because. I had pizza rolls four days out of the whole freaking time I was up there. You know, pizza rolls. It's it's my family's pizza rolls. 
that it hurts. I <laughs> that I have made what twice. I got everybody hooked on them about four years ago, five years ago, six years ago. No, we've made them about four times, but like a big batch twice. And then, uh, we, and then I haven't made them few, for years. Yeah, we've done a few small batches, but so what I need to do is I just need to uh, to to make up about. But we haven't made any since you moved out of my house. So it's been at so least it's four been years. At least four years, yeah. So what I need to do is make about fifty pounds of them, get everybody over, get them all hooked, and then not do it for another five years, right? <laughs> They're super fattening because, like, they're egg rolls, they're pizza in an egg roll, fried. So it's, I mean, I probably gained 20 pounds. I know I gained uh, fucking weight because when I got on the plane, I had no problems putting the fucking seatbelt on. That's the, that's the fat man gauge. I mean, honestly, when you get onto a plane, that's the fat man gauge. Yeah. You get into the, you know, get into the seat, Ken... Your hips fit into the seat without encroaching on your neighbor. All right. Well, you know, phase one complete. Next, can you put the you know, the seatbelt on without discomfort? Yep. Okay. Got on the plane to go to Michigan, passed both tests. I was like, man, I'm doing all right. It's It's still a little tight, but I'm not feeling like... I am overflowing, right? Got on the plane to come home. Oh boy, you know that there's a problem when you're sweating trying to put the freaking you know uh, seatbelt on. To like, suck it in a little bit more. I'm gonna Kevin Smith this bitch, and I know it. They're gonna they're gonna charge me for another seat. Oh God. <laughs> Tis true. How long's the flight? Uh, it was only. Uh, is the longest leg is from Chicago to here, and that's only about an hour and a half. Yes, uh, so it really, I was in the air for uh, about two and a half hours because it's one of those fly to Chicago and sit in Chicago for X amount of hours while you're laying over and then go to your destination because, you know, that's how you do. Um, <clears throat> Which meant that I had to do that whole seatbelt ritual twice. I knew I was in trouble on the first plane. And the second plane was worse. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, this is fun times. And I now need to go back on the keto and uh, try to re- rejoin my knight brothers. Become one with the vampire again. But yeah, I haven't, because of all that... And the fact that work loved, just loved the fact that I was gone. Absolutely loved it. By by loved it, I, they meant, I mean, they saved all the shit that they didn't want to do so that I could do it when I got back. So I've been working every single night since I got home. <laughs> so <laughs> for a week straight. For a week straight, pretty much. Are you off now? So yeah, I'm off What off you're now. telling me. I told them, fuck you. I'm having my fucking podcast night and you cannot take it away from me. What so what you're telling me is you had a couple of three week old jobs <laughs> sitting there waiting. A, a no lie, that is exactly what was happening. And it's That's bullshit. And it is 
sitting you know, had been sitting there for that long and they were scheduled on exactly the days that I was working and the, you know yesterday they continued that but the guy that works nights opposite me like when I'm off he works uh he had never done it before so I had to go in last night to show him how to do it so that I didn't have to come in tonight to do it so yeah I haven't had a much uh, much of a uh a way to um reset I have not played any fucking video games I've watched some uh Jessica Jones and I've slept that's pretty much it man wow I'm, yeah, trying to get fucking my f- schedule flip-flopped. On top of that, get this shit. I had one more computer order. One more family member said, Hey, Rusty, can you can you build me a computer? Can it be just like your mom's? This was told to me the day before I came back home. How do you order all that shit? You don't. Amazon Prime does not have teleporters. They cannot get that shit there immediately. Uh, and believe not me, yet. I know that, that's Amazon twenty twenty five. Jeff Bezos a little bit of time. He's going to find a way to make a teleporter happen. Fuck it. Uh, but drone delivery. Yeah. Well, even drone delivery has its limits. But two day delivery was all I could get, and I that meant that I had to order it to arrive when I got home. Uh, and those parts are currently sitting on my counter, and that's what I'm going to be doing tonight after the podcast. Yay! And then you're going to be shipping it to them. Yeah, and I have to ship it to them, which uh, I'm not sure if I can on the weekend. Fuck, I don't know. I don't live during the day, so I don't know when these places are open. Yeah, Jason, just go to Office Depot. <laughs> They'll take I care guess. of you. Have you had anything crazy or interesting happen in the last three weeks? crazy and interesting no really i've been fairly fucking boring i thought i was boring fuck me like so i mean i did Uh, play some game but um yeah we'll get into that in a minute uh for the most part i uh i watched glass during during this whole intermittent glass oh that's in the trilogy that started yeah that's uh, the second sequel to unbreakable you know, it's Unbreakable, Split, Glass. Oh, okay. Yeah, I still haven't seen Split. Um, that's my brother and my... that That's uh, that's my second mom. That, that's uh, Hairless Brother. No, that's not Hairless Brother. Oh, wait, no, it's not. Why did he cut all of his fucking facial hair off? You can't recognize <laughs> him. Um, <laughs> I've only ever seen his, the older of his two brothers with facial hair. Um, the, uh, so, I mean, that's actually a really good movie. If you have not watched Split and that, you need to watch them. I have, I have a task right they now and really I'll explain good. why later, but I was tasked with, so I was tasked with catching up on the MCU, which I did, um, uh, minus Captain Marvel. Um, and I was tasked with getting through John Wick 2 so we could see John Wick 3. Yeah. And I was tasked with getting through the last X-Men movie so I could watch the next X-Men movie. Yeah. Um, kind of a movie weekend or movie weeks coming up here soon. Watch Shazam. 
Shazam. I have not actually seen anything about that, so it's good. Is it? Okay. I I wouldn't. I can't go as far as to say it's the best DC movie because Wonder Woman still kind of holds that distinction. But Aquaman uh, for me, dude, I am totally uh, on board with Aquaman. A- Aquaman was was really good too, but it is definitely with Wonder Woman and Aquaman, and not with the Justice League movies. Yeah. Um. Uh, it was it was definitely different. Um, Zachary Levi was much more believable as Shazam than I thought he would be. I mean, cause to me, he's just, he's Chuck. <laughs> so, um, that movie was a surprise. Um, otherwise, for the most part, um, we've been so busy with kid stuff and everything because it's a summer right uh the for the for the most part the game the game time i got in was fairly small and the amount of non-kid related shows i watched was fairly insignificant too um we uh i mean we've gone to the We've gone to zoo a couple times, you know, once it dried out. Oh, yeah. How was that? <laughs> Let me swim to the zoo. Right. Uh, um. Sorry. <laughs> I, I had to. Uh, I had to. And then really just work's been super busy, you know, for. Yes, Hadakov. For us. Um. <laughs> More so than more so with uh, the industry you're in that I was previously in. Storm season, storm season can sucks. A, can affect us very, very heavily. Right. Um, and so, really, the last three weeks has been me running around like a chicken cut off and working. Chicken cut off, man. Ten and eleven hour days. Wow! See, that's how tired I am. Um, I'm I'm trying to um, I'm trying to visualize a chicken cut off. Because <laughs> it's a new term. Chicken cut it's off. A new, it's a new term. This is um, this is a, a sleepy Jason. Chicken with my head cut off. Yeah. Oh, oh well, that's different. Um, I figured it out in context. Yeah, <laughs> in, in context, you get it. Um, so the uh, uh, really most most of my life up and. I've been working 10 to 11 hour days until 6 and 7 o'clock at night because... I'm spacing out. I had the words he just used worked. Something was broken in that sentence. (laughs) Um, Because I've literally had to to over-manage everything the last three weeks because we've been getting killed. Ah, yes. And when that stuff happens, basically... Um manage this guy. our management relies on words relies on myself words. and one other supervisor to kind of over manage everything words after words words after words make sentence 
fuck you, I'm tired. <laughs> I've been up since 5 a.m. this morning. Um, so the... Uh, Wow, I cannot I'm string together a sentence. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take over here um, if you, if you don't. I'm sorry. I, I just, you, gotta, you better take a couple of uh, pulls off that. that uh, something was wrong. Can. Every, every other word he would stop, and then it seemed I, like I another pro- fucking thought hit. I you know, hit his tongue. This will, like this will get better as I get into the second rock star. Uh, the, the, so it's just been, it's been super busy, and then of course I get home and. Because it's the summer, Crystal wants to go do something because, you know, she's tired of being at the house with the kids by herself. Yeah. Toss. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So. It's been great. Yeah. Been bowling four times in the last three weeks. That would destroy my wrist, and I need my wrists. (laughs) Um. So it it went to the point that For she reasons. actually let it get flappy, wouldn't they? They they they, they, they would it, be flappy. It's been to the point I, I that she firm. actually let me go to the. <laughs> wow, it it's gotten to the point that because the kids bowl free all summer, um, it's gotten to the point that she actually let me go to the local pro shop and actually buy. A decent wrist brace like I used to have. Uh, Rusty needs dual wrist braces. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you just gotta keep them limber. Well, the the main difference with, like, a bowling uh, wrist brace and standard one you buy at the pharmacy or whatever is that it actually has two plates. So it has a straight plate that runs across here to keep your wrist from bending back, and then it's got the one over top of your palm. But it's curved more to the natural curve into your palm cool so that it doesn't interfere with you being able to hold the ball regular wrist braces bump up i have no problems holding balls (laughs) okay i said the ball not the balls i don't know what your problem is then again i don't bowl so hey yeah, you. I've only ever seen you bowl once in your life. That's because after that, I fucking ripped the shit out of my wrist, and I was, and I couldn't move so, it, and I needed to be limber. Limber. So the funny part <laughs> is, the first couple times we bowled, and Flexible. I used this new wrist brace, right? Well, it completely fixed the wrist and forearm pain. Uh huh. But. Whenever you're supporting, whenever you're holding and supporting the ball correctly, all the weight of the ball concentrates on your middle and your ring finger. Yes. As you throw it. So, like, we get done, and the tips of my fingers are fucking numb. (laughs) (laughs) You can't win. You know how you win that? You don't bowl. You just granny roll that bitch. I actually genuinely enjoy bowling. I used to league bowl when once upon a time i used to sports ball too and then i decided not to uh (laughs) i mean i played sure i played football in high school you did too that right Uh, all Uh, all sports is a ball of some sort right so i just not all sports with the exception of hockey which is which is really not a sport is more of a contest of wills um 
What would you say <laughs> curling has? You're now responsible for the dog. Um, curling has a... Is it a stone? I think it's a stone. It's, I'm gonna... Do, does skiing have a ball? Um, oh, it depends on your gender, I guess. Pol- <laughs> pole vaulting? Yes. There's balls there, too. <laughs> so, moving along. <laughs> there's... There's a reason that this uh, show's been delayed. Um, there has. There's uh, been a lot of things going on, right? So Rusty went and visited his family, and then I had something really important I needed to do when Rusty came back. And um, So I scheduled a trip to Florida. Yeah. Um, I had Florida. Jess's daughter watched the puppies. Um, both podcast dogs are in here right now. Yeah. But, uh, so I scheduled a trip to Panama City Beach. She's in a little town close to it within about an hour. Um, and this happened right after E3, basically. So E3 happened. We'll talk a little bit about E3 later. Yeah. But it was just, this was way more important than recording an E3 episode or any podcast episode. And Rusty needed to see his family. I needed to see Jessa. So I flew up there see her and um there's a lot of details that i'll fill in but essentially i have fiance now holy shit dude yeah you are you are freaking in engaged i am engaged you are engaged this guy yeah so that took We're, precedence over podcasting well, obviously and everything congrats else. dude and that's like the fucking like that was awesome news I got, like, randomly on my phone. I was like, holy Literally the only shit. thing I bothered you for. <laughs> right? Like, holy shit. That happened. I I kind of had I had a feeling. I had a feeling. Well, I told you guys what I was doing. And uh, then. Fever. And, and then, uh, and, and, and I wrote that message. I, I said, congrats, dude. And, I, like, I wrote a message immediately afterwards that says, we'll, we'll plan the wake soon. Uh, and then I backspaced it, and I and I, I just kept going back and forth with different like, you know, <laughs> different things like, well, we'll we'll find a designer jar for your balls, or uh, uh, you know, uh, a number of different things came to mind as I was sitting there, and I'm like, we're just gonna we're gonna just gonna settle on congrats, man. Yeah. So <laughs> I went up there, and it was a crazy fast trip. Yeah. Um, I left. So the night before, right, I had to kind of reintroduce Zoe to to her daughter. Right. And I wanted to make sure everything was cool with Zoe before I left and uh, make sure that the daughter kind of knew how to keep the dog separated and, you know, went and bought her tons of fucking food and junk food and all sorts of shit so she could chill out. Right. Uh, and have fun with dogs. And she kept sending me texts. She's like, Lola won't leave me alone at all. <laughs> I was like, she's that kind of dog. She's kind of a Velcro dog. Mm-hmm. Um, she's like, no, I mean, like, literally, like, everything I do, she's there. I was like, that's that's Lola. She's like, it's exhausting. And I was like, I know. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I know. Enjoy. I was like, <laughs> you, I mean, she knew what was going on, but I was like, you have no idea how big of a favor. It's like two parts. Like, A, I need a break from the dog, and B, you know, I'm going to propose to your mom. So, huge ass I favor. Mean, so... I got out. I left the house at three thirty a.m. Saturday morning. Got to the airport. Flew out at six. 
hit Atlanta for a two-hour layover and, of course, in Eastern time, right? Didn't mm-hmm. leave Atlanta till 11 and then got to Panama City at 11 because Panama City's in Central time. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it's an hour flight. So total so, flight time is really a hair over like two hours and 45 minutes. Right. But because of layover and shit in Atlanta, for whatever reason, the connecting flights both ways was two hours. So well, it's better to do a two-hour layover, by the way, just just so you know. See, Atlanta. Well, Atlanta is like 34 gates, I think, and there's an A terminal, B, C, D, E, B, C, D, and E, F, and T. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right? And the law of averages says whatever terminal you arrive in, the terminal you're leaving in, is yeah. on the exact fucking opposite side. Each one of those yes. like arms of the airport is like six blocks long. I know. Yes. I've walked it, and I've, I'm going to tell you a story about that on the return trip. Yes. So I, you know, I left. I got. I get to Panama City Beach at about at a little slight delay. I got there about 11:30. Had an Airbnb that I had rented out that was on the beach, um, and then when I got there. Um, I went to, um, I had to go pick her up. So she's now, I didn't realize, I was in Panama City Airport, which is out in the middle of nowhere, and there's only six terminals. It's literally like as big as my office at work. And that's the whole airport. And big, regular flights fly out of there. Yeah. But it's six terminals. Six. One, two, three, four, five, six. That's a little bit bigger than than Tulsa. No, no, no. It's way way smaller than Tulsa. Oh, really? Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay. Uh, getting through security, coming back, took me like five minutes. Yeah, tra- uh, the uh, Traverse City Airport uh, has five, uh, f- five terminals gates. Yeah, that's that's what that's this it. is. It's six gates. I think Tulsa's at least like fifteen or something. Yeah, it's it's a little bit bigger. Yeah, it's, uh, it's got yeah, it's got bigger. It's well, there's six airlines, and then however many gates there are for the six airlines. Yeah, that's, so that's true. maybe twenty plus. I don't know. Yeah, but nowhere near Atlanta. Atlanta's like fucking ridiculous. I know, man. Uh, I've been there twice. Fuck that place. I have now twice. <laughs> Never been to Atlanta until recently. So, anyway, yeah, no, you can walk from one end of Tulsa International to the other inside of thirty minutes. Oh, uh, not even. Not even. Yeah, you can you can get in and out of Tulsa. I, can, in I got like from 10. the terminal to my car in thirty minutes. Yeah. Um. So, anyways, and I was walking leisurely. Yeah. So I got. Um, got there, had to go to the middle of nowhere to pick her up, right? And then we had, went to this little restaurant, and I had the best chicken fried steak I've ever had in my entire fucking life. It was just moist in all the right ways, a little bit splashy. Some, some <laughs> splashy chicken fried steak. Makes me moist. Oh, God. Makes me splashy. Oh, God. Here's but yeah, I had that. Um, it was so good, but I had pie on top of that, like... Because you can't go to the south. You can't go getting... to a little a little restaurant without getting chicken fried steak and pie in the south, right? So totally did that. Ah. The fuck is that? I yes, yeah, so turn. Um, okay. So, anyways, I we did that, right? Mm-hmm. And by the time we got back to town, it was like four o'clock ish, right? So we went checked into the Airbnb. It's weird. It was like in this place that's called Rerent was the name of the owner. And what it was, it was a big hotel building. And they had a fully renovated room. It had a range. It had a, um, they called it a condo. 
like an efficiency apartment, basically, right? Like full, the fridge is the exact same fridge I have in my house. Plus, there's a range and like a dishwasher and all sorts of stuff, and a huge bed, and then a wash, and then like a washer was in the facility, and then there was like a shower. So, with a couch inside this little room on the eighth floor. Huh. And it was pretty cool because you got people checking into their hotels, and then you have this random door at the end of the hall with a key code thing. You just enter the key code and enter the door, and then you're checked in. And then you text the owner and say, hey, I'm here. And that's that's how you check in. Oh, interesting. Um, and then there was, like, parking passes and stuff like that because we parked in a parking garage. And we were so close to the beach, like, within 100 yards of the beach. Uh, it was literally just cross the street get out of the next parking lot across the street and then there's beach right so like i felt like i picked a pretty central location yeah um so anyways room was pretty nice went out played on the beach a little bit um went and had some a snack there's a homemade ice cream place on the beach so we had that there was a seafood place we're gonna go into but it smelled way too fishy for a seafood place and it was tiny it's like that smells gross right so that's I was like thinking about giving her the ring at a restaurant. Mm-hmm. Um, she was pretty sure I was going to do it. <laughs> um, <laughs> she so was, she was a little more than sure. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. Sure. So sure. I ended up. I'm sure. I ended up going to this. We found I was looking at like nice restaurants there in town, and I'd mm-hmm. had one kind of picked out already. So I suggested it. It's like a, like a four point nine rating. Oh yeah. Um, fairly pricey, but. Lobster was cheaper than steak. Wow. So, like, okay. she had bisque. Uh, we got there. I, I was planned on getting a small table off in the corner, right? right? There's some dude singing. And she's like, let's just go to the bar. I was like, I'm definitely not proposing here. Oh, God, no. <laughs> um, let's go to the bar. So, we went to the bar and then, you know, like, had some mm. food up there. And it was a lot faster service. That's for damn sure. The right. lobster was, like, $15 a tail versus steak at, like, $27 a steak. Damn. Um, so lobster was cheaper than steak, so we ordered a shitload of a la carte stuff because I was like, all right, whatever, I'm just going to try a bunch of shit, right? Had good food, and then by the time that was over, it was like 9 o'clock, so went back to the hotel. I was like, ah, we should, we should go check the beach out again. It's full moon. Mm-hmm. So I proposed her on the beach, um, and it went well. So Damn. Um, and then the next day, you know, it was a, it's just a, a really hurried trip is what it felt like. It just felt like everything was flying by. Well, I mean, you had a lot of shit going and planned in that, you know, that short period of time. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I, you know, I knew like after the restaurant is like, I have to propose. I have to propose. Oh, I, yeah. I've, I've got to find a place to propose. I was like, we're going back to the beach. <laughs> <laughs> but fortunately it was moonlit and like everything was perfect for and it. And you got a picture of it, which is actually really fucking awesome looking. So, yeah. I've got a picture of what it looked like out there. That was great. Um, so yeah, that went really well. Um, something else that really happened that was really special that night is, um, you guys know that Spencer used to live here and I won't say last names or anything Mm -hmm. like that. Right. So for the first time ever period, um, he was a a lot like having a stepson for a long time, right? Mm -hmm. Like not by blood. Um, but he wished me a happy father's day from Japan. There you go. So he, uh, called me up really randomly while he's waiting on the train and he's like, Hey, just haven't really, you know, and it was really short. It was really nice. I I got kind of misty, you know. Yeah. I've been misty all night. I was pretty emotional that <laughs> night. Um, but, yeah, he wished me a happy Father's Day, too. So, like, two really cool things for, like, definite awesome. memorable things happened that night. Um, Good on you, Spencer. That's so, awesome. 
Spencer, you're a good. You're a good kid. Jess, I love you, and so Spencer, I love you too. So, um, awesome. All that stuff aside, though, um, the next morning I went to this crazy like breakfast place, and I had like weird chorizo burrito things. She had like a pancakes that looked like they smelled like Christmas. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like they like they had nutmeg in them or something. Oh right? really? Yeah, oh, they wow. smelled really ridiculous. Well, um, so we had good food there, and then I decided to go to Ripley's. Believe it or not, because that was there too. Um, why, 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 why not? not? Right. Um, that's a pretty interesting place, right? It's just filled full of oddities. Um, so we did that, and then we we were looking for a movie, and that's where the she realized I hadn't seen John Wick two. She's like, "What the fuck's wrong with you? Why haven't you seen John Wick two? I haven't seen John Wick two. So I was like, I haven't uh, seen John. She's Wick like, one. I can summarize it real quick. It's what? just gonna. Yeah, sorry, you're missing two masterpieces. I, yeah, I, I didn't I broke the table. I didn't realize then. that John Wick Two is so good. But anyway, so she was like, Yeah, you should see it. She's like, I really want to see three. And then we were talking about seeing the X Men movie. She's like, You haven't seen the last one? And I was like, No, I have. I kind of fell off on the X Men. She's like, No, you should see the last one because I want to see it. You know. And we've been wanting to see some movies together, right? So, uh-huh. like, I, it's the reason I haven't seen Avengers is she's been in fucking Florida, guys. Okay. I'm sorry. I have a really fucking good excuse. Yeah. Right? So. Okay. Yeah. Fuck okay. off. Yeah. Right. That's the reason. That's fine. So, you know, I have a plan of seeing John Wick 3, the X-Men movie, and Avengers when she gets back. Um. So, anyways. <laughs> we've got a lot of movie dates lined up. <laughs> so. Yeah, that's not a bad thing. Yeah. They give us stuff to do during the summer. Maybe one of these will be on the drive-thru. There you go. Um, my AC died in my car, so I got to get that fixed before I go to the drive-through. For sure, because uh, so, that would suck. Go so to the fucking Travis V. If you're listening, I'm about to give you another call. There you go. Um, but uh, yeah, it's that kept me super freaking busy. Oh man. Um, so obviously wasn't thinking about any kind of game, anything while right, I was up there, right? Right. Um, and we were just jam packed, and like, it's like. Everything was a blur. Like, it just all happened so fast. Some of it, you know, a lot of memories, but it was just all so fast. And then I had to leave there at, like, 5 o'clock, and then I had this long-ass layover in Atlanta. Um, I stole her keys by accident. <laughs> um, that's a whole other thing. Oh, I'm man. an asshole. Wow. Um, felt Sorry. really bad about it, and I didn't know what to do. Oh. Um, so, yeah, they, they look just like the car, rental car keys, and I even made it through, you know, security. So you had to empty your pockets out. You had to have seen it then. Yeah, I just, and I didn't have any way of, like, it just. I mean, at that point, you're kind of screwed. I was so fucked. Like, I didn't know what to do. I I couldn't afford a a one-way flight plus car rental. Right. Plus possible lodging all in a short amount of time. Like, it would have been $1,000 for me to get back. Right. That same night. Um, And then I would have had to get another one-way flight back to, to, it would have been a fucking mess. Yeah, not worth it. I think she could tell how freaked out I was about. Like she knows I didn't do it by on purpose. Uh-huh. She's like, just overnight it. I need the keys. I was like, yeah, I will absolutely. I was like, first thing in the morning, I wake up Monday morning. I'm gonna do it. I was like, I don't know what time I'm gonna get back because this plane is delayed. So while I was in Atlanta, fucking Atlanta, <laughs> um, come in on like gate A two, right? Oh boy, they want us to go to like B thirty two, right? Mm-hmm. So that's where the flight is. Bingo. Go from A. Th- it's it's a long haul, even oh, with hitting the fucking train. I know, man. Right? I hit the train, get over there, still walk another, it feels like six blocks on the other side of the B terminal. <laughs> and then they say, as soon as we're all walking up, all the Tulsa people are walking up, they're like, hey, uh, the flight's been moved. It's now from 
B to D like three. Yeah. Right. So we all you see like a hundred people pulling ass opposite fucking side of the fucking airport, <laughs> and then right the plane is should be boarding at this point right we mm. get we pull up and it's like hey we know there's a, there's another delay um oh, we, Jesus. we we don't have the plane that was supposed to be here so we got you to another plane it's landing at t3 oh jesus uh, so all you see all these people just like fuck like everybody's just cursing all the Tulsa people are just pissed and see so every so everybody pick up their bags and haul ass and then i you know hit the train again hit the moving sidewalk run our run all the way down there we get down there and like you can sit down for a second we've got we know there's a delay um it's gonna be a minute before um we get back so uh or before we get started so it started 30 minutes late before we took off so we took a take off at like 11 o'clock eastern time right i was supposed to be back at 11 o'clock central time um and then I, you know, we, we got an Uber for Jess's daughter so she didn't have to stay here till like, oh, God, a.m. Right. Um, but I got back. They were like, we're going to make up time. I was like, if you can make up time, how come you don't fly fa- this fast all the time? They got back here at like 1145 at night. So it, I don't know how they flew that fucking fast, but they easy trucked it. It's called they spent the additional fuel to mm-hmm. run the engines higher than they normally do they cut fuel efficiency to make up the time Mm -hmm. which means airport basically spent double on that flight what they normally would in fuel cost it's to make up the delays it makes more sense for them to do it that way because a delay in the you know you in the plane because those those planes are round trip planes yeah so if you delay once it's going to cause a delay throughout the entirety of the schedule for that yep. plane. Um, I felt this, I had the same problem happen. This is the reason why whenever I fly, if I have to land in a bigger airport and I consider Chicago is probably the pit of hell. Uh, but um, Chicago is <clears throat> O'Hare. Yes. Is the pit of hell. So Chicago O'Hare, when I flew O'Hare there, is the absolute worst airport I've ever been in. So yeah, and I, and I had to fly through there. So this is a great um, yeah. the uh, the layovers there are two hour minimums. I you know because you can get planes that have a a forty minute layover, which is barely enough time to get off of the plane and onto the next one. Uh, well, but if there's well, any delay, you're screwed. Yeah. Well, most of these big airports, O'Hare, Houston, Atlanta, New York, L.A., etc., they have these two-hour layovers because that's literally what it takes them in time to reset, to fuel the planes, do all the pre-flight check, any small maintenance that needs to be done, etc., minimum. Well... There was a time. hour to two hours. The you know the flip on my plane tri- you know, trips when I was flying to Michigan, uh, I had a two hour layover in Chicago, and sitting around Chicago is like, here you can uh, you can get a Chicago dog. It's going to cost you eighteen dollars. Uh, you know, <laughs> like for a hot dog. Fuck you. 
Fuck you. I'll go home, get Polish sausage myself. Thank you. <laughs> right. Fuck you for your $18 hot dog. Um, it's not even a fucking hot dog. Right. It's a fucking Polish sausage. Whatever. People, there's the secret to su- Chicago. Polish sausage. <laughs> That's it. So, on my way back, the, uh, the, the plane was delayed by an hour. And I knew... I, I've been through this shit before. If you pick the 40-minute layover and there's a, an hour delay, you're screwed. And you end up having to stay in Chicago O'Hare for eight hours plus while you wait for the round trip to come through. <laughs> so I hedged my bets and I just did the two-hour layover because I can handle two hours and it gives it a little wiggle room for delays. But if I had to stay in Chicago for eight hours, I would go fucking insane. <laughs> Well, the crazy thing is when I was flying in, um, we were making up time again. Mm-hmm. I felt like every plane I was on was making up time. Just fucking pounding it. Yeah. Yeah. When he landed, he fucking drifted the plane around the corner. <laughs> I've seen these guys do I've that shit. That. I'm just like, yeah. like everybody, well, I'm sitting next to this family, right? Like it's a family of like teenagers and then a dad. The dad's sitting to my right. So, I'm sitting next to the teenagers. And we all look at each other and the dad looks at us. He's like, did they just drift? <laughs> So yes. I was like, I think the, maybe uh, well, a lot of that's happening right now because of the uh, the issues with the 737 Max fleet. Yeah, they can't put as many people um, on those uh, the bigger planes because they've got the so, bigger planes land uh, grounded. So, so the uh, so the older parts of the fleet are literally getting. Nah. Overused almost yeah. because you were in a four seater cigar too. Um, no, the, the the planes, both planes that I took on Delta had three seats on the left side and two oh, on the right. You flew okay. Delta, yeah. Well, Half of their fleet was seven thirty seven Max jets. It was a Bombardier something or other. I can't yeah, remember. yeah. I've been on two of those. Yeah, I was I, just looking it up. It said the max the, speed was five hundred and forty four. Basically. Miles an hour. Them having to ground those planes has actually forced a lot of the American air, the the American Airlines, not meaning the company, um, to uh, use more and more of their smaller jets. Yeah, and less of their larger round trip jets. So, you know, there's been a lot of shuffling. So delays have been worse the last couple months. Well, well anyway, yeah. Anyways, like I didn't even get back to my house till like midnight thirty, and then had to wake up super early because I felt so bad about the the damn. What the hell's all that? That's it. That's Atlanta. Oh yeah, yeah that make, totally makes sense. Where's uh, where's, where's, A to T? So. Does it say how big it is? Uh, no, it doesn't say how big it is. A is an arrival, uh, and T is T is a departure terminal over here. Okay, yeah. So it's yeah. You went for you went the entire length of the fucking thing. I yeah. said it. Yeah, it was ridiculous. even A to D is for the most part the opposite side of the fucking airport. Well, it was the same way with me, and you know, yeah. I, I did not have a positive experience with that. And, you know, they're not feeding you anything. I was fucking starving. 
and I've been eating like shit, you know, I mean, good shit, but just I had been eating so much bread and heavy stuff. Like, yeah, because you don't travel. And so I'm so hungry. Yeah. Like, and all they give you is like a handful of almonds. And you're just like, F- you. there should be like a free, like three course meal right now. Right. I'm so fucking hungry. Now, I've, I've found that as as weird as it is and this is this is on american airlines if you're um if you're stewardess or um uh steward i guess the dude uh if the dude if it's a dude and he's flamboyantly gay you get cookies and pretzels that's just because you're big bear of a man no everybody got it no he's not a bear he's oh. a he's a seal <laughs> <laughs> fuck you he's not like, hairy enough fuck bear. you i'm a seal wouldn't it be more like a walrus <laughs> no because i don't even have whiskers fuck you uh, <laughs> <laughs> fuck you i burned myself uh no no i'm just saying that you know uh, on the flight that i had you know that um it, it was very nice uh, and I ended up getting cookies and that the flight there, I didn't even get, I didn't even get fucking pretzels. They're like, would you like a Coke? And I said, yes, I would love a Coke. And he gets the fucking, like the cup out, fills it full of ice and gives me like freaking three tablespoons of Coke. And he says, here, here you go. Oh, fuck you. So, so that's the just thing. A, just as a quick aside, the <laughs> building right there is where I was staying. That's how close to the beach I was. So, well, shit. You know those annoying That's... little calorie cutting cans you see in the stores now, the six ounce cans of soda? Yeah, those are, uh, those are for kids. Those those are for kids. <laughs> those can those, those were are... originally done for the airlines. The airline use only gives you six ounces of the drink. No. I mean American didn't. They gave oh. me a full can. They gave you a, a full twelve ounce can. Yeah, well, I mean the the flamboyant dude was like really really kind. <laughs> <laughs> really really kind. Really really kind. I, I felt I, I felt taken. I was I was t- well taken care of. Here's something else really random. Um, this Did is he me. Offer you a massage too. Uh, he made sure that my seat was in the proper position. <laughs> So this is how short I am, and it, I may post it to Twitter, but this is a picture of me standing next to a wax figure, the tallest man alive, and I'm like at right at blowjob height at full stance. Well, I mean, there's that. <laughs> yeah. No, that that's the tallest dude. Yeah. He, well, I mean, wow. you are the epitome of a short Irish motherfucker. Yeah, especially, I'm really enjoying how long I'm getting this fucking beard. I'm going to keep going for a while. Yeah. Until it drives Jess insane, I think. Uh, yeah. Well, I just <laughs> or until it annoys the fuck out of me, or it gets so fucking hot that I, I have just to cut trimmed it down. the splits off of mine. I'm hoping I get like uh, at least two, three inches longer. I want to do the whole like winter frosting. Oh my god! See, the only problem is, is for me, is the longer it's gotten, the more gray I've got. So it's like I'm looking. I feel like I'm looking my age right now. Oh god. My wife is enjoying the beard so much simply for the fact that she starts poking around it and she's like, Oh, you've look. Got gray here. Look. You've Last got week's a gray dinner. Here. Last week's dinner. You've got a gray here. There's a kernel of corn. Uh, <laughs> she likes pointing out that I'm starting to get gray. That's fantastic. 
I can't do anything. I mean, of I'm that. just like like skunk striped now, right here. You're you full on salt and peppering, sir. Yeah. yeah, I'm pretty okay with it. Oh my god. We're getting so, old. Yeah, we are. But hey, you know what it is? What? This is the motherfucking tilt cast and we are a video game podcast. <laughs> so not with, the travel cast? No. But you know, we've had it this is the reason we've been out and this is why this has all been more important than E three. Yeah. 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 So yeah. we'll talk about E three in the news section. However, as we're jumping in mm. Jason, did you have any games to talk about? Because if you don't, I got it. I've got us loaded up. <laughs> so, uh, just one short one because I know the table interest in this is going to be low. Okay. Um, but for the most part, aside from putting like forty-five minutes in Division Two that I finally loaded up this week, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I really, I just it. got in enough to explore what the new uh specialization is i haven't even unlocked it yet gunner Gunner. minigun that's that is the next one i will i will invest points in i might i might check it out after a little while um i've been pretty distracted as of late yeah well obviously well because i either sit back and snipe or i go stupid jump the gun and i haven't played division in a long fucking time i haven't played it in about five weeks like it's I'd... about time we get back into it, but um, Xbox uh, gave a uh, a game away for free called Golf Club 2019. Oh yeah, yeah, you had zero interest in that. Yeah, you you're, you're, you're plenty of interest. You're but, cr- yeah, you're you are correct. But I'm not... the the table is uninterested. <laughs> <laughs> the people around the table are even less. <laughs> well for so i will do people this. die <laughs> for me can you use an assault rifle i did not really play golf games all that much until i got to the point where i could not afford to go golf myself because it's so similar because playing golf is already kind of bad but playing a video game of golf is kind of like, you know, manufacturing paint so that you can watch it dry. It's bad. It, that's a difference of opinion. Uh, I, Jason, are you having fun? Yes. Are you having fun with it? I have to say it is better than uh, some of the more recent Tiger Woods games I've had the unfortunates of playing. Okay. What is the um, best feature of this game? It's not it's not really all that is great. It, is it feature rich? So the the best feature of the game, I will say, is the it's actually more realistic when it comes to realistic. When it comes to wind impact on ball flight and on actual um, 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 course undulations and elevation, etc. Okay. Um, than any of the Tiger Woods games ever were, but like swing mechanics and shit like that are not near as good. You, you know, the last golf game that I played was, I think it was called Golden Tea. It's a bar game. Oh yeah, and it was the claim to fame was you know a freaking ball like a track ball yeah in you know in the arcade cabinet and you yeah. hit it 
as hard as you possibly could. And if you hit it the wrong way and your hands were supple, that your hands would get pinched in between the ball and the and the back plate. <laughs> and you'd end up with this freaking like crescent shaped hickey on your fucking hands. That's when you know you were playing that game the wrong way. Um, also known as drunk. Other game I, I did play um, simply because it's been a long time and it was also given away for it was a free xbox 360 title comic book jumper Com- it's just fun comic book jumper yeah. okay i have never heard of this game yeah you have have i are you talking about yeah. comic zone no comic no book the main character's head is literally jump. a giant smiley face it's it's a platformer Comic book jumper videos. What? Oh no, no. Yeah. Uh, comic jumper or comic jumper? Comic no. jumper. Sorry, I'm, I'm still fucking comic, tired. Comic book jumper. Ugh. Um. So I played. I played. I played that some. Comic. Okay. Yeah, I'm just going to watch a video while you thinking to talk about that because I don't know um, what this is all about. It It's a decent platformer. It can be... Uh, the Adventures of Captain Smiley. It can be horrendously punishing in parts. Um, simply because it'll throw a lot of shit at you and expect you to uh, do a lot of extremely... F- Fast platforming. Uh, Xbox 360 uh, from 2010, by the way. Yeah. Um, But it it is a fun game. And, of course, with a name like Comic Jumper, it is full of fourth Uh, wall breaks and hilarious comic puns, yada, yada, yada. uh, That's okay. I'm, I'm watching this and I'm like, wow, that's really 360 graphics right there. It is. It is. It it doesn't look excellent by today's standards, no. Uh, lots of uh, acts and splats and things like that. Yeah. Okay, and then jumping between panels. Mm-hmm. That's that. That's the the stage transition is jumping between panels. Yeah. Um, gotcha. but a lot of the uh, a lot of mechanics and parts kind of remind me of Earthworm Jim. That's exactly what it looked um, like. That's what it. That's what it was bringing back. Because as soon as he got like the Uzis or guns or whatever out, yeah, that's exactly I mean, what it looked like. There's a little bit of Earthworm Jim in it. There's a little bit of Contra in it. There's a little bit of, um, little bit of, uh, Mega Man ish in it. You know, Don't stuff you like that. Dare say Mega Man? It's not Mega Man. I said ish. <laughs> I said ish, and parts. No. I, I refuse to believe that Mega Man had anything to do with this. <laughs> this is, um, I mean, it's funny to watch, but, I mean. It it was one of the early indie titles done for the you 360. Look, you're looking at a nine-year-old game, man. Yeah. But, I mean. For nine years old, it doesn't look too bad. <laughs> it, it it was free. Yeah. I was playing around with well, it. I remembered, uh, I have. Uh, I never actually bought it, but I did. There for there for a while when it released, they did you know free play days. You got like 
four or five days, something like that, to uh, play it. Mm. Yeah. Um, and I played it way back then, and I just never bought it. So, I mean, it was free, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah whatever. It's one of those backwards compatible things, and yeah. there's not going to be very many of those coming up. Yeah. That's, uh, we'll, that's we'll a thing that's We'll get to that ending. later. That's well, a um, speaking of free games. Free games. Um, if you have, so during E3, they had a sale on Game Pass. It was a dollar and then it switched to fourteen ninety nine for both Game Pass and Xbox Live. So I very quickly jumped on that deal because I was paying, uh, $19.98 for both, nine ninety nine each, right? Um, and then of course the way that it was all billed out, it ended up, I don't owe anything till like fucking August. But, um, there's time. anyways, long story short. Um, I played Void Bastards, which is the new game by Insomniac that's on Game Pass right now for the price of Game Pass. And it is a hard game to describe. Uh, I would say it's kind of like System Shock slash Bioshock, but done in a comic book art style. Um, there is no down the sights aiming. It is all very like done the same way as old Wolfenstein or old Doom. It's all point and shoot, right? Um, well, the way that it works out is you have... A series of missions. It's actually pretty funny. Um, it does not take itself seriously at all. So the characters themselves are like prisoners trying to earn their freedom, and they're dehydrated into a little envelope, and then pulled out of the envelope and rehydrated, and that is your character. <laughs> well, there's that. It is a roguelike. So it starts off with the same set of objectives for everybody, but different layouts for the levels. And different ships have different things that you're looking for. I gotta get more comfortable here. I, I want to be rehydrated. Um, so it'll say I need like staples and something else to get this thing because I'm trying to get a pass. Then I gotta get like I gotta find this part of the pass and a few other things in order to progress to the next stage, so to speak. So mm -hmm. you go to these derelict vessels that have their own sets of enemies and challenges um, and variables, and all of the characters have their own variables. Like one of the one of the uh, downsides to one of the things I had was I had a negative trait that had caused me to be colorblind, so everything was in black and white. Hmm. Um, but then I built up his stats for everything else, and then I found something to let me reverse some of my stats, so I got rid of colorblindness on one of the ships. But each different ship type has different types of uh, things that you need to upgrade, basically. And you go through, and as you, if you die, you keep all of your things except for your ammunition, but you keep all the guns that you've crafted and upgraded and things like that. Um, and then all of your upgrades, but you just don't keep your ammo. Ammo is kind of scarce, so you kind of have you can't craft it or anything like that. Kind of pick it up as you go. Um, but it's essentially a first-person shooter with no down the sights aim, and you go through each of these ships, kind of like sinking around and then shooting or taking things out silently um, until you get to the um the next objective i beat it in about 20 hours on the normal difficulty I haven't played it on hard yet um, but had a whole lot of fun doing it and then the price of game pass is the perfect price for that game but very well done game i enjoyed the shit out of it so i recommend void bastards um there's some other games that are on there right now if you didn't get a chance to pick up metro it is on there now um for the price of game pass the new metro so yeah like this is it's been pr proven it's worth pretty hardcore. Well, I'm actually really considering Game Pass now because uh, because of the whole announcement for uh, for PC the yeah PC so uh, beta. 
And then I'm part of the PC beta now too. Right. And I got an invite for the PC beta as well. So all I need to do is just get, you know, I'm, to pay for Game Pass for it. I'm signed up for it. Um, yeah, I'm sure I'll I'll play some of some of it, but both my rigs from my laptop to my actual rig are fairly limited as to what they're. Yeah, gonna you're gonna able need to a play. PC upgrade. Please wait <laughs> to ask me to do that for you because holy fuck. Well, I can't afford parts, so I'm waiting on Grandpappy Rusty to upgrade his rig. And <laughs> Was get that paid what you were I might, I might upgrade too some point soon. <laughs> really? Yeah, I've I've got plans, but it's a few months out. Well, shit. So, anyways, <laughs> um, I've got a list here, though. Um, I played. Well, shit. I, there's a new update to BattleTech, so the next expansion came out called Urban Warfare, which introduces some new mechs. I still need to fucking play that game. Um, Holy fuck. There are some use more use for light mechs now, so I've got a Raven, and what the Raven does is it provides a cloak for your entire group, mm. as well as a EMP shield that will, or will block most, or sets the difficulty to hit for long-range missiles to almost nothing, or sets it to almost impossible, basically. Um, so you can move it, which it's a light mech, um, but keep everything cloaked until you're ready to attack, essentially. Now, if something gets inside your bubble, they can see you, um, if you fire, they can see you for that round, but then you're cloaked the next round. You can also disable their electronics with it. So it's a pretty powerful mech. Um, I'm played right. I'm using it with some fucking assaults right now. I'm playing a, another a, one of the uh, roguelike campaigns. I'm actually almost done with it now. Hmm. Um, you know, another 30 hours later into <laughs> one of these roguelike campaigns on Battletech. You've got like fucking 330 yeah, hours or something on that yeah. game well. in the last year. Um, uh, really like Battletech. If you can't tell, it's one of my most played games on Steam. Um, I would say get at this point because they release another one either at the end of this year or early winter. They're going to release the last expansion, so you can get all of the expansions for like thirty nine bucks or pay twenty bucks individually. I went the the dumb route and have now already paid the forty bucks for expansions. Um, so, but I really like the game. I I mean I have poured. Way more the, hours into it than the, most games. The Raven uh, was my favorite mech from Mercenaries. Uh, yeah, it's they do it justice. It still kind of runs like a hot, uh, like a hot shit sometimes. Um, the maps that are in the cities are do not run real well. I'm running on a 1070 right now, and it still runs kind of choppy. Um, it runs like it runs good in the cinematics and when things fire, but sometimes when you're loading in, it's like framey. Yeah. And I don't know what it is with the engine or the assets or whatever, but there's still some issue there. I'm about to load it on the, what do you call it, the SSD and just see if that doesn't approve stuff. Well, I think that it's, um, I think it's uh, one of those games that's CPU bound, like Anno is CPU bound. So uh, you haven't, re you've upgraded your video card, but you haven't upgraded your CPU in a while. My CPU is uh, running at 4.4. Right now? Yeah, but that doesn't necessarily mean that, you know, that kind of speed versus the calculations. There, there's differences there. So, Well, that's the next thing I'm going to upgrade, and it's probably going to be an AMD rig soon. Yes. But um, soon as in the next few months. So, anyways, I played I mean, a lot of that. Um, yeah. I've had a fuckload of fun with it. You know, poured another 30 hours in the last couple of weeks. I was playing it before I went up to PCB and then after. Um, it was a good thing to play while I was watching E3 because I was watching E3 while I was playing video games. Uh -huh, I mean, I got on the Epic Store and for the uh, right 
price on sale I got Trover Saves the Universe. Oh, yeah. Which, if you don't know what that is, it's written by the people that do Rick and Morty. Yeah. Uh, Justin, what's his face? It's a VR game, isn't it? That also plays without VR. Okay. Um, it's done stylistically, or stylistically, it's style, the art design is very Rick and Morty. Yeah. But the uh, gameplay is kind of like Astrobot with really fucking dirty humor, like really super hard R humor. Um, it's like a uncensored yes. version of Rick and Morty. Ah, uh, perfect. Times a million. Okay. Um, super, super hard R. Um, and you, uh, wouldn't ex- you wouldn't expect it. I mean, uh, just no, from don't. the art style, but super fucking hard R. Really? Uh, sup- I think it's hilarious. Like almost NC-17. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the dick jokes are real. Um, <laughs> but right up my alley. Fuck super yeah. fucking dirty. There, uh, it's If you have a really filthy sense of humor. Like us. Like just completely in the <laughs> toilet. Yeah, it's it's pretty fucked up. But I think it's pretty hilarious. Um, it's right up me and Trent's alley for sure, since, especially since he introduced me to Rick and Morty. But the voice of the main character, it, it does this. It does a lot of fourth wall stuff. Mm. You're like a chairminian, I think, or something like that. So anyway, they make up all sorts of weird ass shit in right. the universe because it's fucking Rick and Morty guy, right? The Balginians. Right. No, it's weirder than that. Like, so your guy is like chair bound, right? They're, I think they call you the chair bound. And your view is you in a chair, and you turn the chair, and then you kind of teleport to different things, right? And I'm playing it with a controller. Right. It's super easy to play with a controller. And then you're controlling somebody else. So your dogs were stolen by this great evil and put into his eyes. So he has two puppies for eyes, and now he, like, rules the universe with ultimate power. Uh, It's just so weird. Um, (laughs) I just recommend watch a video of gameplay. Like, I may just let you play the intro without VR. You can play it with VR if you want. But, like, <clears throat> it's done in such a way that you could play it on a TV yeah. and get very similar experience. Because it's a plat- it's a 3D platformer, but it lets you change point of view so you can control the characters. You control the character with the controller right. and change where you're at in the level by teleporting. Oh. So all the controls fine enough to mess around. And it's a... It's a brawler, essentially, right? It's a platforming brawler is kind of how the gameplay plays out. Your guy has, like, a weird, like, lightsaber thing, but not a lightsaber. Um, And he cuts arms and legs and things off. Like, it's just, it's fucking weird. Okay. It's just, it's on a whole nother level. Um, Don't let your kids play it. But Trover says the universe is cool as shit. Um, (laughs) I was looking at the how long to beat, about between 8 and 10 hours. Um, Especially on the sale, I got it for $19.99. was 100% worth it. That was part of my game budget for this month. Um, played a little bit of my friend Pedro. I just started that today, so I'll talk about that more later. Um, I kind of suck at it, as Jason will say. Uh, <laughs> but I he, yeah, barely. He does, but he's barely played it. Um, the one I wanted to talk a little bit more about, and then uh, we'll jump into some news here very soon, is They Are Billions. That just released from Early Access. Um, so they released a campaign mode. And it starts off with, like, full cinematic, kind of explaining the world and what's going on. You're way in the future, and it's a weird steampunk future. And the campaign mode is kind of like a StarCraft-ish type campaign. Mm-hmm. Different types of missions. So it starts off with, like, figuring out how big you can get your population. So you kind of have to clear the map with little squads. And then there's, like, these weird, like, RPG Diablo-esque missions where you control a single car- hero character. 
and you'll get other characters and you go through these like buildings to find clues and find additional like tech points for your tech tree because now it has a tech tree for the campaign and then you use those points between those missions and those little Diablo missions to unlock things in your tech tree for later. Now, I haven't gotten real far because it just released from early access two days ago. Huh. Um, finally. So now I'm on one of the swarm missions. I got fucking ass stomped hard. So I got to kind of rethink my strategy on it. But um, it's pretty story light. The objectives make sense. It's, I don't know if the map, I think the map is laid out intentionally. So with the survival mode, it would randomize maps. This is very much a semi-linear progression because you can pick what mission you're going to do to get to the next spot, but you're not gated. And then swarms block off the other thing. And the major difference between that and survival mode is you have like a little outpost in the middle and you have so many tech points to spend. And that's what you can unlock for that survival mission. And so what you're doing is you, it'll give you like barricades and then different soldier types depending on what you've unlocked. Right. Um, I fucking blew goat nuts on that. Like I just... <laughs> so I'm thinking I need to rethink my strategy or try one of the easier swarms first. Still a pretty hard game. Um, very RTS. It's The thing about their Billions is besides being able to render like 10,000 units on screen that all have their own individual animations. Um, it is a tower defense RTS. So if you are the type of person that likes to turtle, it is a perfect turtle game. Um, turtle. If you're like, you, you could play kind of like Starcraft, right? Like, you know, figure out what things need to go where and hotkey a bunch of shit and set it up and go really on the offensive. But that's not really how you play this game. You figure out how to defend and turtle and last through waves before you progress to the next thing. All right. Um, but Super Turtle Game is what it is. Um, I will know more about the campaign as I kind of go through it. But right now, because there's just, I think I've got to rethink my strategy. I've got a, I've got three swarms I got to defeat before I get to the next thing or to the next little city, so I can get more tech points. So, um, so far, pretty cool. I'm really digging it. Um, there's some people hating on it right now because it's hard. Um, and it's just a hard fucking game. I'm sorry. Um, I'm just going to learn from my mistakes and figure it out until I get good. Is Yeah, so you have to just get good. But if I think we really should take a break, am I right? Uh, it's like 11 o'clock. Yeah. yeah, we should take a uh, quick break. All, All right. right, we'll be back. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So I showed you guys a little trailer of uh, Trover Saves the Universe. Fucking amazing. It now is. you know why I was like, I don't know how to describe it because it's so fucking out there. It, it is. It's like watching a weird, twisted version of a Rick and Morty episode. It's uncensored. Yeah. That's uncensored. That's Rick and Morty really shouldn't be censored. I think it would be an even more over-the-top fucking movie, you know, show if it was not censored. Well, duh. So, I mean, we're going to jump into some E3 morning. stuff, and I will preface this by we, saying we are not an E3 podcast per se. No. But me and Jason had some key things that we picked up. Uh, I, I've, with, I picked up a few things while we, while I was on vacation. We I did. did. I've got I've got most of the most of the highlights that really resonated. Mm, yes. <laughs> I was going to say, in my opinion, I mean, I watched the we had four big 
um, conferences, right? You had the Bethesda conference, you had the Xbox conference, you had the Ubisoft, the Square, and the Nintendo conferences. I was really looking yeah. at the Square and conference. I'm actually going to go by content instead of necessarily by the conferences. Yeah. The content that kind of resonated because there were there were quite a few of the press conferences that were really uh, going over shit that's already out and the updates that are going to be happening to those games. Yes. And I'd rather talk about the stuff that is new. I want to um, talk about something that's going to make Rusty cringe. Okay. Um, so there is a content upgrade coming this fall to a game that Rusty loves so much called um, Fallout 76. Fuck you. This game needs to die. I, I'm... Oh. I'm curious to see what they're going to do because what they announced finally, right? <laughs> and true Bethesda style is that they finally think they've fixed everything. <laughs> and wrong. Now, there's one thing they announced that I wasn't excited about. One thing they did announce that I was excited about. They introduced a whole new series of quest lines and storylines and finally added human NPCs to the wasteland for huh. quest givers oh. and. It's almost like they paid attention huh? to all of the fucking resounding they feedback. Like, they were like, hey, this was a great idea on paper, but apparently you need to have living, breathing worlds to explore. So I'm going to replay it again um, <laughs> once that happens, which is set for this fall. They got something coming a little sooner that I'm not nearly as excited for. They've set up a separate game mode for a battle royale uh, with the Fallout universe because cash cow, right? So, there might be some people that enjoy that, but um, I am going to play the other thing once it comes out, and I will tell you guys what I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. So Fallout 76, and it doesn't get nearly as much ire from me anymore. Uh, they are doing some things to it, and honestly, it's kind of fallen by the, you know, fallen under the radar. It hasn't been, like, shit on in the news in a couple months uh mainly because anthem really took that fucking thing right anthem home. fell a lot harder than fallout 76 did Ooh. because of the expectations yeah it, but pfft. it's interesting here's the thing that could potentially happen is you know they finally decided like hey people actually wanted this right it was an interesting experiment but they spent a lot of time in that bethesda conference backtracking over that and todd howard admitting to eating crow on it right mm -hmm. um, and saying like hey we know this is not exactly what you guys wanted we're trying really hard to fix it to be more of what you wanted and i think that was a good way for them to go i know that there's some people that still wanted to just shit on it because it was a thing to shit on but i'm interested to see what they actually do with it oh. um and it has the potential to be an actual fallout game now so i'm very curious as to what it's going to be I was only really shitting on it because of the tech behind it and the the fact that they were trying to cash in on something that they weren't really prepared for. Now, if they, if I, almost a year later, they're actually ready to put some, you know, put some effort into it. Okay. Uh, I don't, I still don't think it's going to be anything, you know, to write home about, but. If right. they want to add to it, it's it's kind. Of, I feel a, I feel about the same way about Fallout seventy six as I do with Ark expansions now, uh, because 
I had the season pass, so I just like keep getting updates. Right. So it's just kind of one of those. Sure, it's a thing, but I'm just not going to spend a whole lot of time invested in it. Honestly, for me, the biggest things that were big wins to me were the um, updates to uh, the Wolfenstein Youngblood that's coming out here real soon. That looked like it was fast and dirty, and I'm really interested to see what they do with that game. Um, it's going to be a pretty close to, like within first week, probably purchased for me. And then Doom Eternal just looked even bigger, badder, and more badass. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, Doom I Eternal mean, was the clear winner it, for the Bethesda it's Conference. It's clear, for sure. though I have to say from the gameplay they showed, uh, that they showed off, it does appear as though some of the mechanics still need some tweaks for Doom Eternal, but, I mean, it's more Doom. Yeah, Doom 2016 um, is a fucking masterpiece, so I'm in the mood yeah. for more Doom, and it's coming out this year. Fuck yes. Um, another game that uh, uh, that looked fairly interesting during Square Enix's uh, conference, uh, the Avengers game actually is not looking too bad. See, I didn't think that um, there was going to be much news on the Avengers game. It was kind of hinted at as a possibility. Um but I, I didn't really know that there was much going on there. Yeah. So it the news coming out of E three seems like there was you know, that it's something to look for. It it definitely now it's still way too early to tell, but from what they showed off uh, the way it's shaping up, it very well could be. That's Square Enix's MO, though. Yeah. I mean, here, here's this thing. You're not going to see it for the next three years, but here's the thing that we're working on. Tis true. Uh, um, saw more of Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. And... Um, that That's actually... Um, looking like it's going to be more and more fun. It's also looking very Dark Souls. It is. Dark, um, dark Souls. It's looking very Dark Souls mixed with Titanfall. Um, yeah, they're, um, they're doing a concept where you can rest at something that's essentially a bonfire and respawn all the enemies. Oh, yeah. joy. Um, so, but gameplay looked really, really interesting. Um Mechanics look like a mix between Dark Souls and, like, the Force Unleashed. As far as a lot of the power mechanics, etc. Um, so, it it's definitely one to watch. Definitely one to watch. Um, the uh, Though they didn't release uh, uh, a whole lot of additional news on it. Um, Outer Worlds. I mean, it looked very uh, Fallout New Vegas without being Fallout New Vegas. Um, mm-hmm. I'm really excited for. I that. mean, that. So they had a really extensive gameplay session on Outer Worlds that they released. Uh, it looks very Fallout New Vegas mixed with Borderlands. I'm like, down, it, absolutely down. It looks all kinds of craziness. Uh, from the gameplay, you are going to visit different worlds, obviously. Um, they are doing a companion system on the combat, similar to Fallout 4. 
Okay. Uh, you'll have a companion with you, and that companion actually has... Each companion has different special abilities. Okay. So you'll be able to kind of strategize in that sense. Well, I mean, um, as long as the AI for the companion is good. I mean, yeah. that's... that's when it comes down um, to the companions, that's 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 got it. The the gunplay for from their gameplay trailer did look smooth, good. Um, not not with some of the hinkiness that Fallout Four had. Yeah, well, but I mean, it is Obsidian, so you know we'll. That's what happens when we'll you start using how... a new engine, oh, right? Sorry, we'll <laughs> we'll see how it goes. I mean, um. It releases October 25th. They announced that at E3. Um, so we'll we'll see how it goes. The It was actually um, a big highlight of Microsoft's E3. So Yeah, I need to actually watch some of these. Uh, Still very excited for uh, Wasteland 3. I'm wondering if that's going to come out on Game Pass. That uh, was another Microsoft press conference uh, talk. Wasteland 3 looks great at, I mean, graphically, it looks way different, way different, um, but way better. So we'll, we'll see where that, where that lands. Um, Borderlands 3, seeing more and more of that, I'm liking it more and more. Yeah. Um, I'm going to pick um, up Borderlands 3 for sure. Cause, uh. Even though I'm not a big fan of Claptrap and he's like nails on a fucking chalkboard for me. At this point, yeah. Um, I, I, there was a point you. during the uh, during the trailer that they've put out for E3 where uh, the gun on legs ran upstairs and Claptrap you know, goes, no! And it was one of those moments where you're like, oh yeah, he has a problem with stairs. Yep. And but the new secondary... Uh, the new secondary abilities on the weapons looks interesting. Uh, um, I'm interested to see what they're doing. I mean, they've done some pretty interesting stuff, like shotguns that were rockets. Yeah. Rocket shotguns. Yeah. Now, but now there's a gun that shoots loot. You're going to have, you know, different... You can toggle between... It looks like there was a gun that shoots gun loot. Yeah. Like, a, yes. Yeah. I... I um, hey. I'm good with this. It is. Uh, they do weird, random shit, and I love it. Uh, and they def and they confirmed it is a uh, a space odyssey of sorts. So, like the Outer Worlds, you're actually going to be able to visit additional planets. So this game's not going to solely take place on Pandora, Fucking which is exactly it. what we we mentioned Fucking they needed to do. Called it. They could not just leave them. <laughs> one spot anymore they needed um, to go elsewhere so your main hub one of your main hubs in the game is actually your very own spaceship labeled sanctuary three oh, okay. um so i mean just everything i saw about this game from e3 just made me want to buy it right now um <laughs> I am very tempted to pre-order that game. Do not do it. You know what came up that I was pretty interested in was um, Larian Studios introduced Baldur's Gate 3. Yes. 
and mm-hmm. they didn't say a whole lot about the gameplay, but they said it's their biggest game yet. Good. And I am super excited to see what's going to happen with that. Yep. Um, they showed um, more about the multiplayer for Gears 5, uh, along with the uh, confirming release date of September. Um, they are introducing a new co-op mode called Escape. Okay. That definitely looks interesting. All right. It's kind of like Horde mode, but with an actual level progression, so you actually have to get See, to the end of the level. Well, so and that's also going to be another Game Pass that you, thing that you can play. Ooh. Yes. See, I'm the really kind of... going to be uh, on Game Pass. I'm really picking up on Game yeah. Pass right now, especially if these games are available on PC. I'm going to be... I'm going to be going through the uh, PC Game Pass for sure. Because yeah. I've, I've been looking for a service like that, that, you know, is good curated games that change around every so often. Well, and speaking of that, they I were mean, talking about releasing the Microsoft library to Steam as well. Good. So, good. like, that's a huge thing. Good. And that's a big pickup for Steam with... with uh, I'm Epic's sure, game store. I'm sure Gabe is just sitting there going, all right, Epic. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> but I wonder if King Gabe is on his pile of money someplace uh, going. I'm I wonder still- if some of the PC games, though, don't tra- that are on Game Pass, that are on the Epic store, right, don't transfer over. Well, uh, almost everything's exclusive right now on Epic store, but like, there's a handful that aren't like... Trouble Saves the Universe is on both Steam and Epic. Yeah, there's a couple. There's I got it on Epic because of the sale. Yeah, it's not like Epic is uh, is getting uh, when they're adding new stuff. They're not just looking for exclusives. It's just that they've been pushing the exclusive thing to the point where it's uh, painful. Uh, yeah, it's getting ridiculous. So I'm all for. Uh, Having some competition, uh, especially if it brings prices down. Yeah, between um, both of them, I'm very okay with that. But I, I really do not want to see, uh, you know, where th- shit becomes super exclusive to one versus the other. Um, I, I'm good with sales between the two, uh, and I use both now. But I, I really, you know, if if Steam ends up picking up the uh, Microsoft library. That's just a win for PC gamers anyway. Because right now you have to, if you wanted to use any of the Microsoft stuff, you had to go to the Microsoft store, which is yet another storefront. So there's that. So I was going to also say that there's a new Terraria update coming out that was announced at E3. What the fuck? Terraria has been like out for It's coming out this year, but there's a, uh, what the hell is it called? Journey's End is set to be released this year on PC first. Holy shit. Um, I wouldn't be able to play Terraria anymore. Uh, I'd have to relearn how to play that game. Holy fuck. It's been a while. (laughs) And speaking of other weird games, right? Griftlands, the new game from Clay, the people that do Don't Starve, Noxter not included, is actually got Griftlands supposedly releasing on July 11th. It's something that's been on my wish list for since last E3, actually. Um, I really like the art style of the people from Clay, so almost every game they've released yeah. I've picked up. Um, Halo Infinite, they didn't release 
Microsoft didn't release a whole lot of news about that, except basically to give us a new trailer and say it's coming Q4 next year. Um, I'd imagine that the trailer looked very, I mean, it was very Halo pretty. Yeah, well, that's that's going to be, I think Halo Infinite is going to come out with, uh, you know, with the uh, Scarlet systems. Uh, that's a it is a launch title yeah, so, for Scarlet. Uh, so with it coming out with uh, with that, there's some uh, speculation because P- uh, uh, PlayStation wasn't at E3. Um, so yeah. there's there was some speculation that the next God of War game is going to come out with the uh, PlayStation Five as yeah. their answer to Which Halo. Which would it surprise me? Um, Nurgit. Another couple things that uh, were announced at Nintendo's conference. I uh, I picked up um, a lot on Nintendo because Nintendo that, won the day. Uh, that kind of piqued my interest. <laughs> um, they are the re-release for uh, or the remaster of Zelda: Link's Awakening. Yes, looks awesome. Yes, there's um, going to be some use for my Switch coming up soon. I'm, yeah, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> it's still, you know, top down, just like the the original, you know, top down puzzle game. But uh, it the art style definitely works. I would love um, to play more of the Zeldas that came it, out for the 3DS and st- shit like that. Get them ported over to uh, yeah. to Switch. It in like it definitely com- looks like it's worth it. Yeah. Um, and then they announced Breath of the Wild two. Yeah, you know what this is. This is like sacrilege, but you know it is a bigger addition to me than even Zelda. What? Um, the fact they're doing no more heroes again. Yeah, I saw that too. Yeah. Uh, they are. Yep. Uh, no more heroes three is set for some release date for sometime next year. That's the yeah. over the top. Like, um, I don't know why. Uh, why is it no more heroes that does them? No more heroes reminds me of like. Uh, yeah, uh, that was like Grasshopper. A, anime version of uh kill bill the video game um, right that's i mean they use they use lightsabers in that without really calling them lightsabers if i, if I remember correctly is that the game yeah okay yeah. remember you had to shake up your wii remote to charge it you yeah. had to basically jerk it off yeah yeah uh you know what's really weird too is shake like wait. later this year search 2 is being renounced which was kind of like a cult hit um, but I still is... haven't gotten through Surge 1, so that might be something on my backlog to play. But... Surge 2 is that Dark Souls with mech arms, right? Basically, yeah. yeah. Okay. It's, it's a weird, really weighty game. When I mean that, it's like everything kind of moves slow and it's very timing-based. I think they were uh, addressing that with the second game. They wanted to speed it up a little bit. Um, I don't know. Uh, Souls-like games for me are kind of just off limits because I like my controllers and I don't want to buy them every week. So <laughs> I will break them. I have in the past. I will not play another Dark Souls game. That's not just a get good situation. It's just I I know my limits. So I wanted to talk <laughs> about something we talked about prior to the show. You're like, what was the deal with Keanu Reeves, Right. So he was part of the trailer for Cyberpunk 2077, and he came out to talk about Cyberpunk 2077. No, you're breathtaking. You're all breathtaking. Yeah. I forget the breathtaking thing hit the internet hard, um, so much so that wherever I was, my phone lit up like eight times with the whole breathtaking thing. From- 
<laughs> because, you know, I, I had I had my updates turned on, uh, and it was like, oh my god, Keanu Reeves just broke E3 with the breathtaking thing. <laughs> I'm like, what? Yeah, so like it's, that's a, it still looked as cool as it did before, right? They yeah. released, released a lot more gameplay on it. Um, but, you know, still push forward with a lot of the open-ended situations like they're talking about. You can get the whole through the whole game without combat. Um, but, yeah, it's everybody's favorite person, Keanu Reeves, which is so weird coming from Bill and Ted to being like, it, yeah. you know, being like a national treasure. Right. <laughs> like, I don't get it, but Keanu Reeves is kind of the man, especially after watching John Wick. From what I've been, uh, from what I was looking up on online after this whole thing, you know, Keanu Reeves really just didn't, he wasn't told much and nobody, nobody at E3 knew that he was going to be there. That was uh, a surprise. Like they used a code name for him. He was acting, you know, he was freaking covert and you know, entered into the, you know, the waiting rooms. Uh, yep. So there was, you know, not many people that knew that Keanu was going to actually walk out on stage. So it was a massive surprise. Uh, and uh, rewatching that clip over and over again, he just didn't know what to expect either. He's just, he's like, yeah, I'm going to stand on stage with a bunch of like gamer geeks in the freaking, you know, in the audience and they're going to go crazy. Yep. You know, so. Um, but everything. That's why, that's why the breathtaking thing actually you know, it was it was so unscripted that it was perfect. Right. It was he was the red shirt uh red shirt guy from uh of the uh of the show there, that guy that's you know said, <laughs> You're breathtaking. Yeah. <laughs> um but everything they showed uh, at E three for that game was was definitely breathtaking. <laughs> um unfortunately they had a closed demo. So not much more video for it came out other than the trailer they were the gameplay reveal they released. Yep. Um, but that watch that gameplay video because you will definitely fall in love with the game. And um, they confirmed at E three release date April next year. So they had a behind the scenes, uh, you know, like press only. Uh, gameplay, closed demo. yeah, closed demo thing, which yeah. uh, I mean that it's not been released yet. And what uh, what they've what CD Projekt Red had said is that that gameplay, the closed behind the door demo, is going to yeah. be released at PAX later this year. So I think it's PAX yeah. West. So uh, that's going to uh, be able to see that. So that'll be what August, I think it is. Is that is that when that is? Like, I yes. don't know. Uh, but that's when we expect to see more of that. And uh, the people who were actually in the, in the uh, closed behind the doors demo thing said that uh, it was really impressive. So I have hopes. I, I I don't like to get on hype trains anymore, but CD Projekt Red has really not done me wrong ever. So tis uh, true. So I, I'm optimistic. Um. A uh, another thing, just to uh, just to look up, um, just switching gears a little bit. There was a little bit of hardware news out of Microsoft, and that that is they are releasing a new version of the Elite controller uh, that has even more customization options. Yes. I'm not going to go over the details here, but uh, what 
watch the content for it because it, if everything they said is true, it's worth $180 for it. It's going to be so it's going to be scarlet ready. Yep. Uh so once you get the the new system, uh it's going to uh it's going to be able to work with it. It's also going to be PC ready, uh, considering the amount of control options that you have with just the Elite controller alone. Uh, you know, I'm considering picking one up just but for game a gamepad they, for my PC. They also changed up and reinforced a lot of the uh, connections for parts that are interchangeable to make them more durable. Yes, etc. So um, definitely check it out. Um, another another big game uh, from e- EA's conference, uh, Watch Dogs Legion. Yeah, that led an interesting concept where you could play several different characters as part of the Legion. The Granny. Yep. The Granny was a great. The, the, the granny, granny was awesome. Yeah, the Granny stole the show. If um, I know about the Granny, then you know that it hit the internet pretty hard. Uh, Currently, it's due for release March 6th. Um, it definitely looks like from what they showed us um, with the gameplay video they released that they are changing this up enough that it's not going to feel like a straight rehash yeah. of the previous two games. Um, I'm still waiting to see a little bit more about it, though. I mean, they didn't give us a, a ton. I was going to uh, say that um, one of the things that I saw was uh, the stuff for Dying Light 2 looked really interesting. And uh, Chris Avalon talked a lot about, I was watching an interview with him from the show, and he was saying, so the way that they wrote it is they presented a huge challenge to him as in, we're going to gate things based on your choices. So one of the examples they gave is like, you could, you have a buddy, right? And I'm, I'm going to get part of this wrong, I'm for sure. But essentially, you can save your buddy or go after the people that wound him right and so i think if you save or go after the people that wound him you form an alliance your buddy dies right and so that leaves a part of the story that can't be open now and then what happens is you end up going and doing a whole different set of missions in an underwater part of the city and it's a big focus on what's changed with humanity and less about the zombies overall so it's more of like everybody's kind of went to the dark ages so to speak um and so it's a very brutal uh, lifestyle, right? Everything is about violence and death, and everything is ruled from a place of violence and death. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but he wrote several different branching storylines in a way that it, he was saying he's never done for an RPG before. And I think it was a really good grab for them to get Chris Avalon, well, I mean, um, who if, has done a lot of RPG stuff in the past. If there's anybody that's that's going to be able to, uh, to write a write, real RPG, yeah, write a, and that's an RPG a huge with that. jump forward for Dying Light because Dying Light was all about the gameplay and the story was all right, but the gameplay was really good. But the having somebody with chops like that is just such a big difference, you know. It it definitely is. Yeah, it definitely is. So my last two big things. Um, all came during the uh, during the Square Enix conference, and that is uh, Final Fantasy VII remake. <laughs> they did an they did announce an initial release date for the first episode, uh, March twenty twenty. Um, so we will. That's a whole lot sooner than I was thinking. 
I was thinking we were we were probably going to get this fourth quarter 2020. So the fact that we're most likely getting it within the first quarter is is some good news. Well, uh, there's also from what I was able to you know to glean from this, you notice that they didn't really talk about the episodes very yeah. much, but. We I'm, know that there's going to be episodes, I, but they did they downplayed I'm that guessing, pretty hard. Yeah, they did, but I'm guessing this is just going to be episode one released then. Um, but they came at us with a little bit of a surprise. Yes, they along did. with that, so they will be releasing a remaster of Final Fantasy VIII as well. Um, that is actually due out sometime this year. Yes. Uh, I am wasn't the biggest fan of Final Fantasy VIII, but uh, to see it actually remastered so that I could play it again, because one of the, that's one of the uh, the titles that was not remastered. It they went yeah. seven, and then they went nine, and then they did ten, and all of the ones after that, but they skipped eight for some reason, uh, yeah. and. Uh, and yes. while, of course, with a remaster, there's not a whole lot they can uh, they can do with all of the polygons. Um, they definitely did change up some of the polygons, especially with uh, with the weapons, um, the heads, and the hands. Um, it looks. It actually looked a whole lot better than I would have assumed it would, considering it was their first all 3D game. You know what I mean? Yeah. It well, it didn't have um, it didn't have the uh, pre-rendered backgrounds, right? Which is what uh, Final Fantasy VII was known for: is their pre-rendered backgrounds, with the exception. Well, no, actually, even you know, even their. Uh, their backgrounds for the fight scenes were kind of pre-rendered. It's just the battlefield was not. Um, the uh, the thing about Final Fantasy VIII was uh, it had a uh, controversial magic system, which uh, had the draw system, where you had to go find certain types of enemies and draw the magic spells, and they were one use the ass. They were a pain in the ass only because when you changed characters in your party, you had to also farm. Yeah, he had to transfer the uh the spells over to the new character uh so that you could do that. But I didn't have a problem with farming for those types of things. That meant that certain types of enemies or certain enemies specifically I could go find and I'm like when I found one I'm like, "Oh cool, I can get this, you know, I can get the spell from it." Uh which, you know, was a little it was different. You know, it was a bit better. In my opinion, it was better than Materia uh, from Final Fantasy VII, which is, of course, what you came from. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, but I've only I've played Final Fantasy VII about oh four times, but I've only played Final Fantasy VIII once. So I am happy to see it come through, even if it is gonna look a little chunky. Um, it's well, still going to be the playable. real-time combat thing is different. Yeah. Well, the Final Fantasy uh Final Fantasy 8 is going to uh you know, that Final Fantasy 8 is what I was talking about. So, uh, as far as that, that's going to be just 
an up-res version of that game yeah. uh, playable on PC. I mean, they've... Mm-hmm. So... They've uh, they updated a lot of the polygons, etc. Yep. Granted, not every polygon's changed, so you know a lot of the body structuring is still the same, etc. But like I said, new hands, yeah. new weapons, uh, backgrounds did look quite a bit changed up. That's fine. I mean, I'm um, I'm okay with them doing like an HD texture remaster of those yeah. things. So, uh, I mean, you're looking at freaking playstation graphics so yeah. yeah it's dated uh so it's yeah. gonna look it's still gonna look dated compared to what we've got today but just the uh, the the difficulty of actually getting final fantasy 8 in your hands as of right now is mm-hmm. if you wanted to play that game it's hard to you know hard to actually get in hold or get a hold of so uh, I'm a big fan of uh, getting these old games into some digital form that is playable for the future. Because if I ever do spawn, I would want my spawn to play through Final Fantasy 1 through freaking everything. Right. <laughs> and my very last piece of news I wanted to touch on, mm-hmm. uh, back to hardware news. Yeah. Xbox announced their final backwards compatible games for the one yep and said we're moving to scarlet and Mm. focusing on making every game from og to now now we've heard that before we've heard that shit before they said oh the backwards compatibility is going to allow you to play all you know you know 360 games available uh they just didn't make them digital i think uh, originally when um when the backwards compatibility program first started i think they overreached a little bit in the <laughs> promise you think um mostly because of difference in architectures yeah i think with um with what they're what with what they're doing with scarlet and its architecture actually being much more pc like um, will actually improve their rate of uh, being able to being able to emulate those games on the Scarlet. Yeah, well, the once they once they started doing stuff for the Xbox One, uh, and using the Xbox One architecture for uh, for that stuff, everything used to be processor bound. Mm-hmm. Um, so, for instance, like the PlayStation and PlayStation Two. The play, and to play PlayStation games on the PlayStation 2, it actually had to have a PlayStation 1 processor in it yeah, uh, to be able to play it, uh, which is extra cost. Uh, and mm-hmm. that's why it was difficult to, you know, going forward to have backwards compatibility uh, with them, everything going more PC like and, the, you know, and how development is more PC port, you know, style where the files are very similar to a PC game. Um, and it not necessarily being bound to a specific processor, but running in that environment, um, that means that it's going to be a lot easier going forward for games to be preserved. Uh, and people who have digital purchases, which is a big problem right now, uh, mm-hmm. people who own games, but only have a digital license to a game need to be able to access and play those games because they own that right but if they don't have a physical media 
you know, going forward, that's going to become more and more rare. Yeah. Uh, so that's a major concern that they had to address with, at E3 with that announcement. Yeah. <laughs> Justin's trying to add to this, but he's already broken his mount once and he's sitting on the floor Indian style. And so play, placating <laughs> puppy. I, I am as best as I can. So I will shout from the ground. <laughs> But I was going to say the one thing that you guys are both overlooking is they're not going to be able to do quite everything because they have an issue right now with licensing of old products. Right. So they're not going to be able to do everything, but they're going to try to get as much as they can. Yeah. It, it's the license thing. It's, that's hitting even uh, the PC market right now where it's, games are coming out of, out of off of Steam because the licensing deals are uh, are falling through. It has to do with things like adding music and things like that that wasn't original content that they no longer have the right to license. Right. Uh, and that's one of the, uh, you know, one of the things that uh, is a concern uh, specifically for, you know, the digital media. Um, you know, just getting games preserved in some way, because if if the licensing isn't there and they can't sell it, it's going to become even harder to actually gain access to that digital content that you had purchased. You have full rights to you actually own a license to, but you can't download it. So there's uh, there's some efforts going on, uh, you know, throughout the internet to be able to do digital preservation of game files, so that uh, games don't end up becoming lost, and those licenses becoming useless. Uh, even if the games are coming off of a, a content loader like uh, Steam or you know or whatnot, there'd still be a place for you to get that you know get the files yeah. so that you can play them. Um. Xbox also uh, announced right before E3, Phil Spencer said they're going all in with support on Steam, uh-huh. uh, which I think is huge for Valve right now. Oh, of course. Yeah. I'm, like I said, Gabe is probably just laughing from the top of his stack of money. Uh, <laughs> he's just like, yeah, this is the shit. Um, games, you know, games from Microsoft. Well, I mean, that's been a... As far as I'm concerned, that's been a been a long time coming. Well, games from Microsoft have been on Steam before, and I do remember uh, the uh, games f- from Microsoft Live, or uh, yeah, from uh, Xbox Live. Uh, yeah. That plugin that was added to some Steam games. I, I remember uh, Gears of War and uh, you know, the original wow. release of. Dark Souls Halo, for PC. Halo 2, Halo right. um, Reach were on you PC. Had to, yeah, it was games for Windows Live Service. That's it sucked it, ass. Yeah. It's, it's, it did suck ass. And they eventually canned it uh, and patched out the uh, the requirements for it to be able to play those games on, on Steam. Uh, but uh, because that failed, that was basically Microsoft's way of trying to keep control of their game. Yeah. Uh, you know, on the Steam platform, getting rid of that was the best thing they could have done, uh, and kind of going all in on the on the Steam platform as a content delivery service, I yep. think, is a smart idea. Um, and they also announced that part of Project X Cloud will come in October. Okay. Um, basically, what this 
what this will do is uh, transform your, basically make your console like your own personal server. Yeah. Um, and basically play your games from anywhere based off of that. And that's fine, um, but of course you run into the same, you know, same concerns that you know, that's been a problem over the course of the last couple of years, and that is what is your personal bandwidth, uh, you know, up and down. And whether or not you're going to be able to get a good connection, even to your system. Sure, your home network might be perfect for it. If you're trying to play a game in a different room, you know, it, it would work just fine. But anywhere, could I play it in an airport on airport Wi-Fi? Probably not. Uh, would I be able airport to play Wi-Fi kind of sucks. <laughs> As we all know now. Um the can you you know will you be able to play that game reliably on a mobile data connection you know that's not 5g you know or something you know very similar to that you know that's these are things sure you're gonna you're gonna you know, sell these i this idea but yeah. you know reality has to hit sometime um and then the the last small little one that uh, I'll be looking for more on is Dragon Ball Z Kakarot, which yeah. is a RPG Dragon Ball. Uh, yeah, okay. Kind of. um, I have not been impressed with any of the uh, the Dragon Ball Z style games. You know, like I mean, Xenoverse didn't impress me. Z uh, Fighter's good. Z Fighter's... Uh, Right. But it's a straight fighting game. That's a that that's probably the closest that I would be all right with because it it gave me that uh uh Marvel versus Capcom feel. Yeah. Uh it was very much like the anime. Uh and I think if they had to make a game that was Dragon Ball's, you know, Dragon Ball Z um that a side scroll, you know, side fighting game like that is the perfect way to go. Yeah. Um, 3D space, I don't think it works, but we'll see. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm waiting for, waiting for more. Waiting they haven't. More. They have not actually made uh, me very happy with that. Uh, my my very last piece of E3 news is came from Google. <laughs> okay, so apparently. Stadia, Stadia will, if you're trying to stream at four 4K and 60 frames per second, they're basically saying you're you're gonna use. What well, what was it? Where'd it go? Uh, all of the it bandwidth. was it was an insane amount of data. Yeah. Um. A terabyte of data in 65 hours. Um, no. So, a terabyte of data I, for for, uh, for for context, I mean, that's, you know, approximately a thousand uh, gigs. And uh, when I, when, when I go. Of, outside <laughs> of being in one of Google's own service areas. Right. You're not going to get a service provider that's going to allow you to use a terabyte worth of data in 65 hours without 
gating you to the point that you're not going to be able to get that resolution anymore after 100 to 200 gigs. Uh, yeah, so when I get past, I think it's 300, uh, my ISP sends me an email and says, hey, dude, you need to chill. Uh <laughs> I mean, they don't normally so, slow me down, but so they tell me I need to So basically what they're saying is if you want to play your games on Stadia 4K, um, you you better be in a Google internet area because if not, yeah, you're boned. Hey, my next place is going, I'm looking for unlimited fiber. Uh, I could live in a shack and get uh, unlimited fiber, unlimited, you know, you know, the bandwidth well, in then EBI, you better move to Kansas City or Houston and get that Google Fiber, baby. Well, I mean, uh, yeah. <laughs> it, it's going to happen around here sometime in the next 10 years. Um, <laughs> do I? Can I wait that long? Realistically, yes, but really do I want to? No. Um, but I'm not going to be moving out of state just to get it. It's It'll happen, but it's going to be an eventuality. Um, I mean... Our service providers here are starting to do fiber. The problem is the infrastructure here Mm -hmm. that it would work on is so old. Most of this infrastructure was set up in the 30s, the 40s, and as far as cable broadband goes, uh, in the 60s and 70s. I don't want to hear it. And Honestly, don't want to. Because there are places that are much older that's got fiber and there are farmhouses that i know of that have fiber that and have, that have all had updates to and, their infrastructure in the last 20 years ours has not within the last week i'm, I'm gonna call out because i do watch you know linus tech tips on youtube um i'm gonna call out that there is one of their team who lives in the fucking sticks of canada near fucking mountains and all that, like, fucking out in the middle of the boonies, who is getting 350-plus download in the middle of nowhere. That's because their local governments spend money on infrastructure. Fucking. How how long have you been living Moving to Canada is what I'm saying. (laughs) Besides that. Fucking high-speed internet and poutine. Aside from from Kansas City. Austin and Houston, the closest city announced for Google Fiber to us is San Antonio, Texas, sir. You're not getting it. It doesn't matter. It it doesn't make any goddamn sense. Uh, They um, could probably, you know, they could, they could branch off of the, uh, the fucking prior data center and they'd be all right. If they could branch off towards Tulsa, like a lightning bolt. Fuck yeah, get it here. I don't care how how much it costs. I mean, they were talking about getting fiber in my hometown in Michigan. And this is a backwards little fucking, like, nowhere place. They were concerned that they weren't going to get 400 subscribers on their fiber line. I said, you'd get 400 subscribers in a square fucking city block here in Tulsa. <laughs> Get it here, you know? <laughs> I mean, not really, but still. I, I really want high speed. You know, like, I, I would love to have fiber here. 
just for being able to do game streaming services. You know, I, uh, outside of that, I mean, I don't, I don't fully use the, you know, the 50 down that I get, you know, but game streaming would definitely be the biggest I thing. I don't fully use the 150 down I get. You get 150 down? Fuck you. Fuck I, you. Yeah, I get, a, I get 150 down here as well. I, Fuck I never, you both. No, the note, the note in my neighborhood's old enough. I never, I never ever hit 150. I've hit 100, but. Still. Fuck you both. I mean, I, I, uh, I mean, now that I actually have I Jason's feel, old router here, it actually works all the time. <laughs> I, I feel totally inadequate now. That's uh, true. I, I'm going to go home and I'm going to be like, I need to upgrade. I don't use it, but I'm going to need to upgrade. <laughs> hey, hey it, it helps me you know, download my Beat Saber songs faster. Right. Um, <laughs> But I have to have that because more importantly, um, I need the, I need the 10 to 30 meg upload that having that 150 gets me because of all the devices that use my network all the time. Um, not being gated by your upload bandwidth is nice, (laughs) especially when playing multiplayer games online. Um. <laughs> yeah, no, the, I, I don't have nearly as many devices oh, as you do, uh, for so sure. I missed it. That what? was a that was the one other thing that happened the three weeks we weren't here. What? We actually lost our internet to an outage for most of a Sunday. <gasps> I about died. <laughs> <laughs> you were at you were without internet for not I, even a full day. I woke up to, I, I woke up to us ha- Crystal telling me the internet's not working. Mm-hmm. The internet's not working. I get up, modem's just fine. Yeah. Go to, go to Cox's website. They're like, you have an outage. And I'm like, fuck you. And they say, estimated repair time, 1130. I'm like, fuck you. Was that one of the days that I was out of town? Yeah. Thank God. I was out of town too, apparently. Uh, uh, I didn't feel a thing. Well, and <laughs> apparently it was just our side of town that was out. Good. I mean, so, hey. We, and it was out until poor fucking 30 in the afternoon. Oh, that's just terrible. What would you do without the internet? I had no TV. You didn't have TV either? Oh, that's I, just terrible. I just what did you phone. do with all of your time? I just had my phone. No, the the problem is not me and my time. It's the children's. You know what? Boy. <laughs> I grew up without the internet. It's possible to do. You know what? You could go outside you could play a board game not you could put your siblings in an arm lock i mean we did all those things it was just it was driving me nuts plus the fact that um it also happened to be the u.s open 
And I watch two golf tournaments a year, and that is the Masters and the U.S. Open. Oh, that's another thing I missed, thankfully. Fucking U.S. Open. Whatever. The only times of the year I watch golf, because I don't watch baseball. I don't watch basketball. You're you're an odd I one. watch golf. You're an odd one. We already know that you're an odd and one, And football. Dude. What are you doing down there? <laughs> He's to- totally under the table. Making sure the dog is sleeping. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you can come back up. Uh, I'm pretty sure you're yeah. safe, sir. She moved. Oh, well, you've got her eyes covered, so there's that. Uh, um, it's like there, putting blinders on a horse. That's, that's pretty much all of the E3 kind of highlights. Yeah, a, I think it's the highlights for me. I, I would say, in my opinion, after looking at everything, I think I mean, there Microsoft was had the biggest announcements, followed by Bethesda, followed by Nintendo. Nintendo... I think Nintendo actually had I actually think it's Microsoft, Nintendo, Bethesda, and then everybody else was really... Yeah, the Ubi conference really had watchdogs, really and that was it, right? And I then mean, the, squ- the closest thing to those three was Square Enix, and that was more updates about games we already yeah, the Final knew Fantasy about, stuff. and one surprise, and that was the Final Fantasy VIII thing. Right. Hey, um, I mean... They, uh, they also talked about uh, fucking uh, Final Fantasy XIV's thing. Yeah. Uh, but everybody else was the, kind of met this year. Um, and Sony wasn't there. And that kind of really does that throw, th- throw a wrench in the I, whole process well, there. Afterward, Phil Spencer said on Twitter, E3's better if Sony's there. He actually said that, mm-hmm. and I tend to agree with him. Because there's a back and uh, forth between the two. Uh, yeah. A nice rivalry. Well, there's not just that. I think you get... I think you get a... Um, a much more better... Much more better. Much more better. Wow. Much, I, much I more am, better. Sorry, guys. I'm starting to get really tired. You're terrible. Um, you get a better feel for the overall scope of upcoming releases, mm-hmm. I think, from Microsoft and Sony than you do from the developers themselves or from the publishers themselves. Yeah. Um, and the fact that Sony was not there to talk about their own freaking exclusives kind of hurt the show overall. It's probably not going to get repeated next year, honestly, yeah. because, you know... Well, I hope not. The uh, E3 is a big stage, and them deciding not to come to that stage is... Uh, I mean, sure. It, it could it could hurt them overall. Sure, this was year two of Microsoft not being directly in the same building right. as the main conference, but they are still there. I mean, they're literally... Where they've held their conference is right down the street, and they still had booze booths at the booze. E3. They had booze, booze man. Um, they had booze, man. They have booths <laughs> at the conference itself, so it's they haven't been completely absent. They just moved their conference offsite. Check out our game um, at our booze, man. So I think it just. <laughs> 
it hurt the show overall. Yeah. I really think it did. It's, it it probably won't, uh, we'll see what it does, but I anticipate next year being the big, like, there's going to be a whole lot more information about the, uh, the next gen consoles. They're both going to be there. I, I'm fairly certain of it. So, um, the one thing we do know for sure about the next gen consoles is, uh, just from what Sony has said so far about PS5, yeah. Power-wise, Xbox is still coming out on top over them again. Well, I right now they're more, uh, they're more and more just PCs. So they're still in concept stage. I mean, Sony could change a lot between now and next year too. So, uh. I mean, they have time to to uh, change some of the hardware Honest, on the console. Honestly, all they need to do is just work on their bottlenecks. And for yeah. the for the last couple of years, uh, or the last couple of generations, the biggest bottlenecks they've had was the media. So them going to yeah. SSDs is going to be a a night and day difference already. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It's just um, uh, just not a lot of it this E3. Next yeah. E3, probably more. Yeah, because we'll be hearing a lot more console news at that point. Right. We will. And by that time, we'll have our hands on all of these games they just talked about. Well, most of these games they've talked about. Um, yeah. And But... My biggest takeaway is the two games I'm looking forward to the most are Borderlands 3 and Outworld. I uh, I called that they were going to talk about Final Fantasy 7 news, and I was right. Um, Tifa's breasts got a downsized. Uh, I guess that's a thing that the internet picked up on. Um, <laughs> Jesus. Uh, well, I mean, sexualization of female game characters but there's also more uh there was more of the details about the starting characters uh from the beginning story uh, part of the story uh final fantasy 7 then the later characters like kate sith and uh red 13 and you know and things like that so there's uh there's not a lot of news about those characters which are the later uh, they, they show up in later uh, yeah. parts of that game which kind of solidifies the fact that it's still going to be episodic they just said not a damn thing about episodes honestly <laughs> so, the things that i was most yeah. excited about and got enough of to hold me over was cyberpunk dying light 2 just because i'm a chris avalon fan right yeah um, and wasteland 3 i mean uh, sure i'm excited for cyberpunk but there's still <laughs> a lot of unknown quality about it for me Cyberpunk is going to um, probably be the thing that, you know, tells me that I need to get a new video card. Yeah. Um, but I, I'm pretty sure I have a solid understanding of exactly what I'm going to get with Outer Worlds and with Borderlands. Yeah, Outer I mean, Worlds looks pretty fucking awesome, too. Plus, it's Obsidian. I yeah, get excited I, about that. I'm, I'm, I'm very much on the same page with you. Yeah. So. A lot of good stuff. With that. Uh, find us at tiltcast.com find us on facebook and twitter.com slash tiltcast and our youtube channel youtube.com slash the real tiltcast 
Find friends of the show for the love of gaming. Find um, noquarters.net, bmfcast.com, and tvgp.tv. They do fantastic things, and they have more of an E3 podcast. So for that, we'll see you guys later. All right. Peace.